0: hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the 472nd episode of the geek first podcast i am the blizzard bastard trust now the blizzard oh, bastard wow oh, yeah, the blizzard bastard i know wow. i didn't change my name for moon Knight, but whatever Get out of i
1: way. am the captain norway Tarenfield.
0: captain norway we can't talk about that at the very end of the show because we got a lot of fun topics tonight nothing like we got one massive thing of course for taylor he's very excited about it but uh we got Jurassic World trailer. We're going to be, for people, if they see it in the notes, don't worry. We're going to be there with a TV spot for Doctor Strange. We're going to talk about because we don't really consider it a spoiler. It's out there in the public. But it's going to be the last topic. So if you don't want to know anything about this scene or cameo or person they've shown, you can skip it or there'll be a cutout version. So that's going to be the very last topic. Usually we talk, like tackle MCU, DC, Star Wars up front. But... Just because some people are staying away from it, we'll put it at the very back. But we got that. We got Avatar to talk. It's a ta- it's a fucking
1: Taylor show. Oh, We got yeah.
0: Avatar, Jurassic World, and Tales of the Jedi. What happened here? You know what? I'm just going to let you hope.
1: Mm oh well, there we go first of all i'm enjoying like this magnificent look at this blizzard we got it oh Queen. you have
0: the picture right i took too. the picture
1: yeah is- you
0: actually got it
1: oh yeah i did yeah it's it's so it's like the- you're joking no i'm serious Like all the dirt pie it has oreo yeah. chunks in there and the gummies are incredibly flavorful there's the bright consistency super soft and like jelly like so it tastes fantastic mm.
0: So is this the, the like? Please don't tell me this is the first time you've heard of a dirt pie. No, I've had like okay. uh,
1: worms and dirt and stuff like that, but I've never had yeah. like the Oreos mixed in with gummy worms and stuff.
0: So it's so funny. So tonight we had uh, Gwen soccer. It's every Monday and Thursday. So we are like, okay, we're gonna get some ice cream after do a little treat. And plus, you you went and get ice cream there because the coupon was about to expire, right? There's a coupon. Oh, well, I just use my it, app for the points. Oh, okay, we had to buy one, get the other one a dollar ninety nine. So oh. that's what we we did till the end of May, to the end of April. So we only had a few more days. Uh, tomorrow we're doing Costco because we haven't had the Costco poutine in a while, so that's good. And Saturday we're going out for dinner. Going to go see the bad guys with the kids. We're going to take mm. the kids to see the bad guys. You remember what that is Taylor? That popular that children's book? book, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Blizzard review cutout. Oh, yeah. That, to me, uh, S. Bub's always good to see you. That should definitely, we should save that for After 9 or, like, uh, with Patreon, we're going to be doing some more uh exclusive content but it's going to be just kind of general talk we'll talk about geek stuff but just stuff in general about what we want to do is here this is a mini announcement a, a scoop for people that's what's going to scoop out of me is we want to try and do something for patreon where we can try and get as many of the geek as possible together because obviously as you see we do multiple cast week halo reviews moon night this and that so lots of times we're split up into teams or stuff to be like hey dylan and taylor you're doing moon night for the Months so we can actually do this content because we're all so busy. But we're trying to do an episode where we get like at least, Jessica's a bit harder to nail her down, but at least four of us, five of us together and shoot the shit. That would be a great conversation. So I'll definitely put that in the bank there. But yeah, so we had the same idea go for Blizzards, use the coupon I got. So I'm a huge, again, we'll say this more for that endeavor you in time, but my two go tos are Oreo and uh, Reese's. I had two parts of my life where I'd say probably till about. 19 or so, I was Oreos my whole life. Nothing better than Oreos. I met Emily, Reese's was her favorite, tried that, and man, those chunks in there, just fucking delicious for Reese's. So I was always the two Blizzard man. I go back and forth. One year I'm all Oreos, one year I'm all Reese's. That's why I love those coupons, because I'll go and get two, and I'll eat them all like a fucking burglar. I just ate two large Blizzards, but this time, no, 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 didn't get the Oreo, didn't get the Reese's. I shared some of the kids and Emily, but I got what I... For some reason, I don't know why. I'm I'm a big fan of it in its natural form, but the Con Candy blizzards, holy fuck. those Have you ever had the Con Candy Blizzard Taylor?
1: maybe a long time I know I've had it at least once in my life
0: they only bring it back for summer so if you got until like August or August or September mm. but get it it is so good my god it's so sweet it just has the right amount of sweetness and ice cream like I said I love those other two but that one might be my favorite I just power through them and I do want to try I saw when we were driving through they have a Reese's cookie dough one and I've got to try good. Yeah, and I saw it last minute, and I was happy that I got two con candies, but I regretted a little bit because like, oh, I should got con
1: candy. We did two of the it. same. Yeah,
0: I did. Oh, cool. I
1: thought you mixed and mashed.
0: No. Well, because it just came back. It just came back like last week. So that's why Mm. I want to enjoy it. It's like the Shamrock Shake. I try and get that. I only got it once this year, but usually I'll try and double up. So all those, you know, seasonal flavors are here. You got to get them. You know, why not?
1: I'm a big sucker for the pumpkin pie. When that one rolls around in the fall, I usually do like I limit myself, but I usually do (laughs) two to three throughout its period of. Time. It's so
0: good, especially that top part where you got the the spice and the whipped oh, cream. Yeah. Oh my god The other one that I'm waiting for because they have we're making people if they like Dairy Queen blizzards They're so hungry right now. They want a blizzard, mm. but like what I feel. Th- let's see that I think oh, yeah We talked about this too. I think the last uh, sbub says I think the last time I got a blizzard was for Fallen Kingdom promotion funny enough uh, I care you ha- you brought on the cast. I'm pretty sure there's some Because I think we were recording, that's 2018, we were recording the Marvel retros, the original ones for the MCU, and I think you had it. I remember you bringing it to my house or something, and it had like the promotional marking, and it had- It it, had the Jurassic
1: World Cup and everything, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, I remember that. It was like a big, it wasn't like Choco Crunch or Chocolate. Yeah, it was an exclusive
1: event, like one they did. I remember that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But the other one, so they have the milkshakes of it, but they don't have the blizzards back. Is the s'mores blizzard? You ever had that?
1: I have had that actually. Yeah, that
0: one's another good, good one too. That's another banger. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to rank them and whatnot. You know, it's it's there's a couple of those that I'm not really, and then there's some blizzards that just like, eh, not really for me. Like I've never been a Smarties blizzard guy. You know, it's just there's something about it that never I've tried it, but maybe I just don't like Smarties in general that much. I love M's.
1: I love Smarties. M's are good. They have a cherry with chocolate chunks one that I really really like. I'm a sucker for Mm. cherry and strawberry ice cream.
0: Oh, that makes sense. But uh yeah, so one day we'll talk more in depth about these blizzards. And yeah, no, it's it's been a good night so far. So ladies and gentlemen, yeah, lots to talk about. Tearfield, where can they uh find everything we talk about and everything
1: we do? Everything we do. Well ladies and gentlemen, you can find us in the search bar. Geekverse.ca yes. is our home base, Geekversecast is our Twitter, and Geekverse on our Facebook. Be sure to check us out on the Patreon, we get ad-free exclusive early episodes, including the Halo episodes, which me and Dylan just did earlier today, every week. Kirkland joins those two on occasion, and there you have it.
0: Yeah, I joined for the first one, but Taylor's banned me from them all. They keep telling me to catch up, and then it's like, "Oh no, sorry, we're doing so." Oh no, sorry. So I still might go listen to your last review because you guys said it was so wild, and uh, even if I have no context of whatnot, but uh, yeah, check out the Halo reviews. You, got, how many episodes? You're what is it? Episode five now.
1: We're on episode six, and there is nine episodes total, I believe. So three more to go.
0: Is it 9 or 10? I thought
1: it was 10 I believe, I believe it's it was 9, nine. Last okay, I checked it was enough. 9 Yeah
0: yeah, no, sorry. I had to quickly respond to Kyle because I sent him a song earlier. I'll pimp it out. It's called Be Right There by Deep Low and Sleepy Tom. I work at 4.30 a.m. tomorrow, but I sent it to him because uh, it's a really, it, it got, it wanted me to, I want to be in the club like right away, right back to being in the club. And then he just sent me an Australian like club mix. So I'm going to be listening to that because my job, when I do the shift at 4.30 a.m., I'm like alone. So I'm just like banging club music and, oh man, I'm a dad. I'm retired from the club life. But your boy definitely misses it sometimes. There's nothing more, Taylor, I love than just being moshing with a bunch of people and we're just dancing and having a good time. Like, oh. I could see you going <laughs> back
1: to the club. You took me there <laughs> on my my bachelor party.
0: Yeah, that's true. But like, there's just uh, the the clubs aren't the way they used to be. But you know what is good is our Patreon. Head over to Patreon. You can get ad free, exclusive early episodes. You can still play. We're still going, Taylor. It it was even looped too. Bring those ducks back. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm the one editing the I already news. showed That's out the,
1: the Patreon, and you're going back into it, so.
0: Yeah, but I do the full thing. But here you are. I'm trying to do the plugs, and you're just cutting me off. Holy God, what are you this showing me? This? Hey. Come on. <laughs> now. You know what's good? I kept playing music while that was happening. <laughs> I, while I did the Penguin. But uh, yes, like we said, in May, we're going to be doing a bit more exclusive stuff there. After 9 is a big one. You can come join the audience next month because May it's 28th, I think it is, right? I keep forgetting the date. This is way too rocky for ads. <laughs> May 28th, 6 p.m. I feel like I'm on like Spike TV in the middle of a Gone Girl's Wild video. Like, oh, get three tapes right now. Three <laughs> tapes, two dicks, one tit. For $9.99, <laughs> you can have it all, but don't tell your girlfriend. That's and then totally it cuts, it. It, oh it cuts to the girl, like, shh, we'll never tell. <laughs> but you know what they'll be telling you? Head over to Geek First Patreon, get that because you get ad free exclusive early episodes, all good stuff. You get to support us. The more you support us, the more content you create, the more retros you create, side quests, all these different reviews. Newcast is all because of you and you, the American, Canadian, North American, UK people that right now and uh, yeah everything's down below where to find us or video audio feeds all right you can cut that off you can cut those gone girls gone wild video what an era that used to be i just remember waking you'd be watching spike and you'd wake up at 3am and just like like you obviously they, they blurred out the privates and everything but it was just seeing it at an age where i definitely shouldn't be saying seeing it and just being man what is happening on my tv right now you know it was it was a daunting time it but was. um yeah, so yeah, let's talk about some news right now. I don't think there's anything. Oh, well, I guess. Awesome. Big thing. Doctor Strange next week. We'll be going live like late Thursday night for everybody, but then Friday morning it'll be there on the feed. And then also, actually, well, I'll say that for when we get to the avatar talk because we'll have another little mini cutout as well. So. Uh, Taylor feel time to talk about Jurassic World. You were worried all day, I bet, about how it's going to get bumped. There's one thing. I talked to him about the Marvel news. He's like, this wouldn't bump the Jurassic World main image, wouldn't, you know? From the thumbnail, Ta- yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Taylor, when he's getting Jurassic World news, he's just like a pig and shit, pig in mud. You know, he's having a good time. When I get Jurassic World news, I'm like, holy God, what are you showing me? Come on! Ah. <laughs> I have to make up for it because I didn't do any last week, and plus I'm editing, so I don't feel bad because I got to edit those all in for you, the listeners. But uh, so Taylor Field, well, last time you and I had talked, you had not watched the trailer yet. How you feel about the trailer? Yeah. And also, I have some Patreon questions for Matt, so remind me about that. But I also have a task for Chris, and maybe this will go into your. Uh, explanation here, but tell me about the trailer first. What you thought about this? Obviously, tickets are on sale now. Very early. I was very surprised. Um, we have a 5 p.m. showing here. I can't believe how early that is here. Yeah, I guess you're in Alberta when this is happening, but in Kelowna, I'm not it... in Alberta. Where aren't you there for your wedding? Where are you going?
1: No, I'm going. I'm going down to the coast whatever you're not
0: here you're not here <laughs>
1: no no but I, I mean i won't be seeing it the night of the thursday i'll be seeing it the next day at noon so in the man IMAX. that must
0: kill you though right it does yeah, kill the wedding's me it's tuesday what are you why can't you see it thursday
1: uh, because Madison has family that we are to engage with. Bring so him to the movie. That was know? my initial pitch, but it didn't it didn't work. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, next best thing is at noon in the IMAX mm-hmm. theater. So I'll take it. But um, yeah, yeah, I I didn't watch the trailer right away when it dropped because I thought, okay, well, I had a significant reaction when the first trailer released. So I'm going to record my second reaction to this trailer and so I came home I put it on and I actually have the recording of it and it's mostly silent with a couple like woes and like some jump moments but I think I might upload it because at some point because it is kind of fun but it's a uh- we should
0: probably you know what we should do because uh, you could do it to YouTube but soon you can tune into Marvel Alliance up here in the end credit they talked about it Brent the bastard he has a Vine account yeah no a Vine account geez I'm old and dated he has a TikTok account he posts this video today. you should go back in the GH chat it's just a video of him it's a picture of the store bucket, this popcorn bucket they're getting, and he's like, "I've never bought a popcorn bucket, but I think I'm gonna buy this one." That's the video. That's it. It's like 15 seconds. He's 56,000 views on this fucking video, and then he's like, "Yeah, I put no thought into." It. I'm like, "Well, that's geek first in general. We put no thought into any of this." So I feel like soon, look out this summer, we're gonna probably have a geek first TikTok here because we've been we've we've flirted with a little bit, but you know what? That's what in the future that stuff would be good for. But I couldn't believe the stupid popcorn bucket. It's 56,000. Get out of here. That's
1: actually, I actually have like a very bold TikTok idea that I wanted to do. I want to start it up with, with Madison, actually. And it's in regards to movie theaters, and I won't tell you the idea on air because I don't want someone to copycat it. But mm. it's actually is this for your
0: personal one, or maybe like a we'll personal one? Geek but one. if
1: we did a geek First one, I would hundred and twenty percent do it for the geek First one because it's really I, I really think we funny. could
0: because I think we could do a mix of trailer reactions, some clip outs from news and stuff, but then also personal tidbits that we could just all log in and just be buck wild on there. But oh, yeah. uh, so obviously you like the trailer, I, I imagine. Yes,
1: <laughs> I did. <clears throat> I quite enjoyed it. <clears throat> The change up from the first trailer that I really enjoyed was just the level of practical effects. It was so nice to see actual animatronics and not CGI Haven. It was just so nice to just go back to its roots. So I'm all board, on board for that. Seeing Little Baby Blue and just the dynamic that's unfolding there with being swept away by these, you know backwoods people in a shitty little truck and just super super sad i'm hoping that that properly gets resolved because i'm in love with that little baby velociraptor that's just absolutely Mm. amazing but i was jumping because like there's one scene where in my reaction video i'm completely caught off guard because i don't know what's going to happen but the uh Carnotaurus was like walking in the courtyard and the guy was on this fucking skewer, Yes. <laughs> like a fucking moron. And I was so wrapped in it in my reaction. And all of a sudden, the goddamn uh not Baryonyx, the Allosaurus just comes and just chomps him. And it made me scream. When I'm
0: talking, you should pull up the trailer and we'll get that freeze frame. Or, because yeah, I laughed. I, I could cr- like <laughs> this remind <laughs> so it's tough because I laughed. I shouldn't be laughing. I'm going in into this perspective of this movie. I'm just going to have a good time, like a bucket, a bucket popcorn. I'll get a bucket of popcorn and just enjoy it. I'm going to just try to turn my brain off. I know some people don't like that. I'm gonna. But it reminds me of the first one when the babysitter, who did nothing wrong, was a complete innocent person. We had this like 30-second montage of her just being destroyed by these dinosaurs. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. I shouldn't be enjoying this. They shouldn't be doing this. But man, this is brutal and this is kind of funny. And yeah, when he just, I thought they are going to run past him, but when he just got his head chomped and just brought up man <laughs> oh i couldn't believe it i was like oh rest in peace to that guy you know
1: it's just because he's uh he was just on the freaking scooter my god oh yeah here we go is pulling up for the
0: video people but yeah so you, you'll find it there is, is this where it's coming up i feel like it's a little later on in the trailer isn't it yeah it's coming up it's when they write that part Stupid where people window. chris pat is on the bike and they're going through some sort of city or town or something like that Animals are going galore up here and everything like that. Why are you putting the speed on?
1: I'm putting the speed lower oh, so we can some... like <laughs> land it.
0: I thought you were putting his feet up. I'm like, you can scrub as much as you want. So, yeah, raptors are chasing after him. He's uh, riding the bike.
1: This got R- me. Oh, God. Just clothesline that raptor.
0: Yeah, big clothesline the raptor with his ball. And then, so there's this guy who, yeah, who's just chilling on a. Uh, he's coming up here. He's just chilling. <laughs> <This guy. laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what
1: is happening? Like, <laughs> he's got the right. He's running for his life. All these people are running. This no. guy. No. He does okay.
0: First of all though, why is that a I don't I don't know. Uh, to me, no, no, like he looks like he's scooted right into the dinosaurs, he's not going to <laughs> any he sees so- it. Direction. He sees it
1: there, you turn around, he doesn't have any idea this thing's behind him. He sees it there, and then he's accelerating, and he's just
0: gone. <laughs> but how'd he get that far? He should have turned around. I'm gonna have to see it in the full context of the movie, and that's why I'm going to turn my brain off. I'm just gonna try and enjoy it and have a good time. But when I saw that, I did laugh. And, Oh, poor buddy here just uh, so gets it.
1: These two are here, and mm-hmm. I don't see him there yet. No. So this is why
0: I'm waiting if it happens right away and this scene's mixed differently. Or is Chris Pratt just in the middle of these battle the dinosaurs, and the guy's like, you know what? I bet I can scooter past this dinosaur. It took him like two seconds to react. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this
1: he just doesn't like, seem like the kind of guy that would even be on a scooter in the first place. No, and th- my problem is, too,
0: like, the dinosaur's that close, and he doesn't even feel like he feels any dinosaur hears them. Like, th- Look, there's all this commotion, and he just seems like he's like, Gun and Fort. I don't know. I can't. This is my most anticipated thing about this movie is to find out about Scooter Guy now. Because I want to know his whole story and
1: everything like that.
0: And like, it's like he didn't know there was a dinosaur there until the dinosaur, ro- like, growl at and look
1: well that's just look he looks genuinely like pissed like right here he just does <laughs> this like frown like what the hell is that like what why is everyone running yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <And Chris laughs> just keeps going on
0: oh boy yeah i i can't wait for that part but um yeah, so this is something where it's interesting because we've talked about this before. Like our, you know, you you quite enjoy the second one. I really did not enjoy the second one. Um, what I have to wrap here is this is a fourth wall breaking. S. says the geek for shorts uh, videos sometimes r- recommend on the or sometimes our channel gets recommended to him. You have you have to explain to me what it is because I know what shorts are, but usually I thought those were people they would. Choose what to clip out and that becomes a short. I didn't know someone was like doing it. But I didn't know YouTube was doing it automatically. So I'm gonna have to look more into it. I've thought about it. again, even with TikTok, we've thought about it. it's just it's just time. It's just like we always got so much stuff on the go already. So um Chris had asked me off air of Marvel, he wanted you to convince him of why to see this movie. He was somebody that he did not enjoy the second one like me and kind of thought that he was done after that. And I know the obvious answer is probably, like, well, you got the original cast coming back. But w- what is your pitch for those people that maybe, yeah, because I feel like the second the second one of Jurassic World was definitely divisive. And I think there's definitely people like myself that got a little turned off. But there's multiple people that are going, oh, I don't know. What is your pitch to those people that were maybe wavering after the next one
1: or the last one? Sorry, Most people love Planet of the Apes. And who doesn't love that what? concept with dinosaurs?
0: <laughs> First of all, you stole that pitch from me. Because I always but said I want to plan these works, with dinosaurs. Though, and that's what yeah. we're getting.
1: Uh, and yeah, you, you already said this too. Original cast here. I mean, look at this. You see this man? That is... You want to only Sam Neill. And he's reprising <laughs> his role as Alan Grant. I mean, that's, that's perfect. out himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, there's just so much. Like We're getting... So many movies these days have an excessive amount of CGI, and this is, I think, one of these films that really stands true to putting out these amazing special effects stacked with Mm -hmm. great practical effects that don't rely solely on CGI. We're going to some amazing locations. Again, they know how to tackle and offer some very entertaining moments. And yeah, Fallen Kingdom was definitely, in retrospect, a rocky journey but it's a journey that put us into the scenario we want to be in now. We've already seen Dinosaurs on the Mainland once back in Lost World Jurassic Park, and that's one of those highlights of that movie, is just seeing the utter chaos. And I think we're gonna be getting, obviously, so much more of that in this. And I feel like there's a lot of care put into this. This has been a movie that has been delayed and has had so much attentive detail put into this and so much buildup. So I think there's a lot of potential with what we're gonna get in terms of the story. So, again, this shot, I just, I was melting at this shot. It's just adorable.
0: So, yeah, you can keep it paused here because I'll give my thoughts tonight. We got a question from Maddie, and I think this will also kind of go into some of what Chris was asking because I'm somebody too that I'll fully admit, yeah, there's two sides of me, right? Most of these movies I'm gonna see for the podcast because it literally it's a passion of ours I'd be seeing these movies anyways for fun like I would be doing it anyways, but technically it is my job <laughs> I own a business. So even some movies are like I never need to see that same thing as like El Moreto uh, El Muerto. I, I, it's so I'm so fucking annoyed I said it like six times a day like practicing and I got it and I feel like I had it before but El Moreto yep. boom. I think I got it there Um, That's one where it's like same thing I don't know if I need to see that, but because it's, you know, to this brand, it is content, we are content creators, of course I will. So same thing, there's that side. So take that out. I would also be seeing this because those OG3 are coming back, because you can't, like, those three, especially we never got them again. We got them, like, spread apart, but we never got them back together again. So this is exactly, you know, it's it, it's a funny world, because as of right now, I'm watching the Star Wars movies. I did... Uh, I'm all the way up to Empire, so that's where I am and obviously that's still a debate That's gonna rail for probably the rest of our lives is should they have done those OG3 back together, right? And that's what they're doing here as far as you know, we're not gonna risk it We're not gonna do anything. We're gonna put them back together for this big movie They lately even at CinemaCon They're very careful with their words where they said like this is the end of the Jurassic chapter, but or they said, like, this chapter, but it's like, yeah, there's probably another book coming, you know, hopefully not the Book of Boba Fett's uh, level as far as Jurassic World. I don't need a Book of Jurassic World, but I, I think for the mainstream, I think this is where you know last two films made billions of dollars and that's where it comes in with if you really really didn't like it then I you know someone like myself I do understand but for me even as somebody that I thought it was very very I like I said very hyperbolic I said I thought it was like one of the worst blockbusters ever there's no way I will not see and maybe some people will choose to see at home but there's no way you're gonna have a film for me that has Sam Neill Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern all back together playing these characters that I'm gonna skip out now I did always and like Taylor said, my pitch was what I won was okay, we've done enough of the park. What more can we do? I think loss or was was what was the second Fallen Kingdom kind of showed The growing pains of being in the middle of like the park aspect and the getting in the real world. We have what I want, like, okay, plan the apes, but with dinosaurs. Dinosaurs run wild again. What's going to happen? I think where, and this is where I'll bring Maddie's question, where something I was a little confused on about the trailer and what we are doing here. Uh, So he goes, This is Maddie Sags, uh, one of our favorite uh, patrons, all of our favorite patrons, but you know, one of our favorite people out there. Oddly enough, while the first Jurassic World trailer increased my hype level for the film, the new trailer was the opposite. The fact that the plot seems to be centered around them trying to rescue this baby raptor just isn't very interesting to me. Why should I care about dinosaurs that are scattered among, or or, sorry, why should I care about that when dinosaurs are scattered among the Earth living among us? I feel like with that in mind, plus OG characters returning, they could have taken the story in more interesting directions. And that's one thing where... I am a little hung up on it as far as I saw this trailer. I was like, oh, okay, and then he got me with this question, and then I kind of watched this trailer back again, and I was wondering like if this is the main plot. Now, I will say one thing that got me excited because. I was watching this, and there's the scooter guy. And when Chris Pratt does go like, "Oh, I'm gonna save your because Blue, What we do, to, we bury the lead. Blue has a child, whatever, baby Velociraptor with her, so she's a mother now. And that mother gets kidnapped, and Chris Pratt, oh, we're gonna find her. We're gonna find your baby. And then you know, Blue like snaps at him, and that, like that's all cool, right? But it still was a little cheesy for me of like, okay, right? This is what we do in Jurassic World, where he can talk to this dinosaur, and this is the plot where he's gonna go save. This baby raptor and everything like that now what I did like and what gives me hope for this movie is this scene? That Taylor has paused. whereas Chris Pratt he has the raptor on his back and he's gonna go and He's like oh, I promise to get you back to your mother and Jeff Goldman's like you made a promise to a dinosaur and he's like Yeah, I liked that because one it just felt like my generation of just like being like again I don't think it's that cuz Colin Trevorrow. He directed the first one and he wrote this one I feel like it's him just being like yeah, this is fucking stupid. Like, why are we doing this? Like, you're, you're, like, there's so much more going on. You're dealing with raptors. So, I'm hoping that this is Chris Pro Chris, Pat, Chris, say Chris. Good Pratt's lord. Plot. Say Chris Pratt's plot three times. It's very hard, but I'm hoping it's Pratt's plot. And, and, and I said, don't you laugh. Did, I said it falsely. <laughs> don't laugh. Then I'm hoping this is his story and it interlinks with a grander story happening that has our main characters. Because to me, if it is. And I'm going to try and enjoy this movie. But if it is for some reason, Jeff Goldblum and Sally Adler and uh, Dr. Grant get involved in this adventure to help Chris Pratt just to save this baby raptor, zero sense, very dumb. And that would to me not be an interesting plot. And if that's the route we're going, if it's a side quest where they're helping, sure. But I, yeah, so I really appreciate the joke because, like I said, I think there's going to be a lot of the older generation, not necessarily a boomer, but just like that clear divide, the same way, like, to me, Han Solo and Finn had such a good dynamic in Force Awakens. They're like, oh, we'll use the Force, and here's the that's not how the Force works. Like, if you could nail that dynamic, that's great. So I'm looking for that kind of old school, new school. You got the OG cast. I think the environment, because, again, to so sell Chris, where I think that you're having... These movies are big a spectac- big spectacle. I think it's going to be mostly great effects and looking good. So you're going to have these dinosaurs and these unique places and our world landmarks. I think there's tons of fun things to do. But I do agree with Maddie that this trailer for the plot-wise, and this was the focus, got me a little less. Because the trailer before made me feel like this is a world-huge issue. And it is, but this is a whole issue. We're getting all these people together to find out what we do next. Whether it's working dinosaurs, kill them. And the fact that this trailer is leading with, oh, I'm going to get your baby back. I was a little like, eh. I don't know about this. I'm fine with it be a plot, but I don't know if it's the main plot. So, Taylor, I want your opinion after this first ad break. And we're back. So, yeah, what do you take of as far as Baby's babies Blues, uh, you know, little, little baby here? I just
1: want to point out, because if the listeners are listening, I swear you said uh, Sally Atler, and her name is... Ellie, Ellie Sadler. Sadler. Yeah. yeah, I screwed up Yeah, I yeah. was like, "That doesn't sound right." <laughs>
0: right when you said that, I'm like, "Oh, it's Ellie Sadler, is it?" Sadler <laughs> <or> Ellie.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I
0: I should know it too. It's the name after my. Fa- I didn't name my daughter after Ellie you, Sadler, a but big, I should know. Big it.
1: Ellie Sadler fan. No, uh, no. <clears throat> no, this This, uh, it's a fair point, Maddie. It really, really is. Like, just the general plot being okay. Then just going out and finding this baby blue. I can see how that's maybe a little bit underwhelming for a story, but I think that there's a lot more stacked on that. How I interpreted this trailer was, okay, the initial plot is, yes, this Baby Blue gets abducted. This clearly looks like the end scene here where they finally track Baby Blue down. Yeah, this is third act right here. Yeah, third act. But I think all of these other things kind of stack up to play here. Yes, we do have some dinosaurs in the wild. You can tune into that short that they did not too long ago. And I think... Again, this is going to be humanity dealing with dinosaurs in the wild that we're going to be seeing unfold here in this movie. In contrast to the main plot of Chris Pratt going out and finding Baby Blue, I think that journey of him finding Baby Blue is going to bring him to these other prominent dinosaur experts that we are familiar with that are going to have insight into how to track this baby raptor down. But again, the larger scale of this mission that he's on, this quest, is going to involve... Like, why is he going to what I am assuming is Isla Sorna? Why is he going to this snowy ice plane? Is this just another aspect of the story where he's trying to track down where Baby Blue is? Like, Mm -hmm. what is the goal here? I feel like these different locations he's going to are going to result in more dinosaurs escaping. You know, more conflict between the population. These rich organizations not being able to control their dinosaurs that they bought from Fallen Kingdom. And it's just going to lead to more and more dinosaurs spreading we obviously saw those new raptors and that's going to involve, I imagine the genetics that other rich people have bought you know they don't just have the living dinos that they bought at the auction mm. they bought some of the embryos too that they can now create and bring up into their own dinosaurs so I think you're going to have the world literally falling apart to dinosaurs taking over around Chris Pratt while Chris Pratt's goal is even regardless of the world kind of falling apart is him going to just rescue this baby Raptor. And personally for me that that's, I'm a sucker for that kind of thing for this and I'm going to enjoy it, but I want to see the world fall apart around him as he's on this adventure. I want to see the dinosaurs breaking out like they were in the trailer. I want to see everything go crazy, but Again, this this plot of them saving Baby Blue I think will come a little bit later. I don't think it's going to start right away like that. I think we're going to see Chris Pratt just being a dino wrangler and then just trying to like capture dinosaurs in the wild and just kind of keep them kind of, you know, tone them down a little bit, try to keep them into like, separate territories, just try to kind of like help coast them into being in this new age, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting because I think what i worry when you describe that as far as this is all going on and the world's falling apart that's where i go "Ah, i don't know if i'm gonna believe that storyline because it feels much like a video game where we've talked about this before with fallout but like fault four there's like the main plot is you got to go find your son right so you're on this mission but then you might go on a side quest and it's like could you find my balloon for me and then you're not looking at an hour for this balloon when it's like you should really probably be looking for your son and that's my worries like if the world's truly falling apart I get it. Like Chris Pratt, they've established this connection with Blue and they're close and everything like that. But at the same point, there's no point of finding Blue's baby or baby blue if the whole world's gonna go to shit. Like either way, right? So that's where I think they gotta walk a fine line. But again, I'm gonna do my best just to enjoy this, have fun with it. But I think I I, I expect I do expect this to be better than Fallen Kingdom. But I don't think it's gonna be better than the first Jurassic World. I would like it to be, but I think you just gotta this is gonna be a pure nostalgia movie and seeing that cat I, I think seeing the new cast interact with the old cast and the old cast back together, that's what I'm here for. The story and the plot, I'm not here for that. And I don't know if it's gonna be that strong. Because like I said, if the main plot is, we're trying to get Baby Blue back. I don't know. That it seems a little seems a little iffy, mm-hmm. you know? But mm-hmm. we'll see. Can you go back? Uh unless did you want to shut something out
1: with the shot here? I do. This is just like a great yeah. Go call back to ian yes. malcolm just failing with the t-rex initially with his little torch back on the original jurassic park this just made me think of him i have to say like <clears throat> the guy it's called a guy this thing looks absolutely just evil but again this this isn't cgi this is practical effects and i'm so happy to see this it just makes me so excited because I'm pretty sure the Indominus Rex was literally all CGI with no practicality yeah. at all in that first one. They changed their their ways and they made the Indoraptors some practical stuff, which is fantastic. But this,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm sure there's CGI in some moments, but just to get a dose of this, oh...
0: And here's again, I try not to train the fray, but this is where I just rolled my eyes when the director, like, compared this dinosaur to, like, the Joker. He's like, yeah, he likes chaos, he's in trouble. It's just like, they're he's fucking dinosaurs, trouble. bro, like... He's. I, I. I don't think this dinosaur is like. Yeah, it's not about money. It's about sending a message. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's. Yeah, but yeah, the Joker source that is. And and technically, Taylor, I can correct you. He did not use a torch in the first movie. No, it I was said a flare. flare. That's what I said. No, you didn't. You said a torch. No, I said a flare. I was using no, a torch here. Go, go listen to you you the playback. S Bubs. No, I said. No. I said flare. Didn't I? <laughs> He's gonna look back, and I don't think so. But uh, yeah, that's a cool shot here. Um, is the good? Is the the old T Rex, he's going to be on our side again, right? You think oh, so?
1: Oh, the T Rex, the queen of Isla Nublar, is always on our side. I think she's going down this movie, though. She uh, can't survive past six, you know? It's time. It's time. <laughs> yeah. I think she, I,
0: I have that question about who will die. But now, can you go back uh, all the way to the beginning? Because one of my favorite shots, and like a laugh. Can you find me the shot of BD Wong? Because I, another, like, talk about the scooter, I laughed so hard, yeah, I laughed so hard when they just cut to B.D. Wong, who, in both Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom, just played the most over-the-top, like, science fiction- sci-fi B-rate villain of just like oh he's always cloning people and stuff and they just cut to like we made a terrible mistake it's like you, first of all you were around for the first three movies and then for movie five and or four and five you were just like this super mustache twirly like kind of villain just always he was more the joker he was just doing fucking anarchy stuff he's like I'm gonna take this DNA with you I'm gonna take these eggs like I'm gonna do all this shit and I just laugh where he's like yeah we, we really screwed up here like, so. there's,
1: there's a little more context to his character that you can pick up from from camp cretaceous and again i don't expect everyone to go and watch that <laughs> but they do they do he's highlight he is yeah like they have uh-huh. they actually is he have, voiced
0: by bd wong
1: i don't remember <laughs> but they highlight a little bit more of his development the way mm-hmm. i take it with jurassic war uh, jurassic park yes he's just a basic character and that and he's just the scientist behind hammond who's creating these things then you have jurassic world where he's given much more free reign And he's, he's put the science and what he's created above anything else. And he's very much like, don't like, don't contaminate my creations. These are unique creatures that I have designed with my mind, my intelligent brain, whatever you want to call it. Then the second one, it was much more like he, he started to realize he's being used. He realized like he, he was trying to create these things and create bigger, better, and all these interesting things. But he realized at the same time that he didn't want to uh, compromise that by having speed and have necessarily like his flaw was allowing people with money to call the shots. And he Mm -hmm. just always he wanted the funding and he didn't care where he was getting this funding from from these shady organizations. It just meant that he could continue doing his research. And that, again, is what's so important to him is that research And now you have this version of him where he's seen how these greedy rich have basically just auctioned off all these dinosaurs. He's seen how his creation that wasn't ready, the Indoraptor, was just willy-nilly just let loose and was just going to be sold off for money. He's just a man that has had all of his work literally stolen from him by competitors, by the rich, by the greedy, and now he realizes. And almost like they're making him the John Hammond in the Lost World Jurassic Park where He's kind of thinking things are different, like he's not full on like public opinion uh, was the only thing that I need a complete photo record of those animals alive natural habitat, not anything like that. But he's turned that new leaf where he realizes his work is out of control. He should have not let this out of the box as much as (laughs) he did. A little too late. A little
0: too late. They're all around the world. I don't know.
1: It's just, it it goes hand in hand, I think, with that first line that we got in Jurassic Park where Ian Malcolm said, you know, your scientists were too preoccupied with whether or not they could. They didn't stop to think whether or not they should. And this is now the fallout of Dr. Rue coming to terms with that line, is how I take it.
0: Is it the first line Jeff Golden says in Jurassic Park? No. That can't be
1: the first. No, that was where the line was first uh, spoken it okay, wasn't his first line i'm pretty I'm sure like, I, I, his first I line he was to, he,
0: he's probably flirting with ellie or something it was like it was that. like that
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we are going to get some jeff goldman clips here for the newscast coming up but so he did not voice him in camp Cretaceous, but he did voice him in the lego drastic world uh the dominus escape that tv show so there you go mm. but see that little backstory i hope in that scene where he's saying, oh, I'm wrong, from my perspective, we've not seen an Camp Cretaceous. To me, he had none of that backstory in the movies. We weren't informed of any of that, right? So even if he could give some exposition to explain those other movies, make it better, I would love that. I don't think that'll happen. I think he's just going to play like, oh, I really screwed up. But what you told me was good. It's just I want them to have that in the actual film so I can have some substance to that conversation. I actually feel a little bad for him in that moment. But we'll see. I don't know if that's going to happen. So... Taylor, is there anything specifically you want to show before I get to my last question here?
1: Uh, this pyroraptor, this scene made me absolutely quiver because like when it like, I should just play it. It like did its like plummet thing. And it went underneath the ice. Completely, wasn't expecting that at all. So is
0: that is that a real like based off a real dinosaur?
1: I believe all these dinosaurs are based on real dinosaurs. Okay, no hybrids, right? There's no hybrids in this movie. No, no hybrids. Okay, because I'm not a dino expert like you and uh,
0: how you share on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I don't know like what they're doing, whatnot, or things and everything. And uh, oh, I know that sentence I just said didn't make any sense, but I just, <laughs> I was just watching the trailer here of. Uh, him underwater and... Uh, oh, good
1: roar. Yeah, we'll the see. practical effects. I love it. Oh, my goodness. So, let's get a good look here. Uh, we got Henry Wu, I'm assuming, here holding Baby Blue. So, he's now joined the group. Oh, um, good.
0: Good, good. Uh, he did cause all this. But uh, it is so funny, though, like how much i hate to say but how much the new series characters did not stick other than chris pratt and bryce dallas Howard, because you only got two for like the that first jurassic world movie and then even this one you got all four of them like the young i didn't like the young kid from fallen kingdom but he's not back wasn't there uh i guess that little girl right she's the same little girl i think from the second one that's clone, right? that's her she's yeah okay so yeah fair enough we have this newer guy in the middle so yeah fair enough you got those two but, um, yeah, you, this is your Avengers moment right here. This is, you know? Yeah,
1: this is my Avengers moment. Okay, he's not carrying Baby Lee. He's just carrying, I'm managing his research. Money. Baby Lee's <laughs> right? <He's> carrying money. <laughs> That's all he's carrying. He's like, um, oh, God, what's the character's name in the mummy? Benny. He's
0: just looking Benny, to get yeah. as much money as he can before it's all over. See you later, Benny. But uh, yeah, and there's the final shot, the, the final three there, and so this is what I was gonna ask here because this is the big tease, and this is and can you go back to that moment there? Like I felt like fucking right here déjà vu when she yells out "Run!" There's something like that exactly in the first Jurassic World trailer. She says "Run" the movie, but like they they've used the exact same moment of yeah. Bryce having being "Run," and it's just I was like, what are, am I? wrong here you know oh s did say he went back on the footage to see if taylor said flare or torch well i suppose when you got that answer lay it on us because we're ready yeah but, yeah you just
1: don't end us on a
0: cliffhanger there yeah know, he Jesus. but um, when, it, when she said run i had outer body experience there it's like
1: i've seen this before deja, deja vu. vu it looks like ellie sattler might get like uh eaten here hopefully not though
0: well, and that's what I was going to ask you. So we, we might talk about it again
1: closer, but this is- Oh, I, I don't, come on, s Bobs. What are you doing? What? I posted the video
0: on the Discord. He said Torch. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I was right. I knew it. I, yeah, I told you because- I think you misheard
1: what I was saying. No,
0: because you're like, oh, just like the first one, he said Torch. Correct. I, what is going on? He posted in the Discord, which always join the GV Discord. It's in the links down below. Okay, it's there. Perfect. I'll drop the WandaVision O-Face gift, the Travis gift, and the last. Gift all three, and actually, where's that fourth WandaVision one right there? You got to join the Discord, everyone. It's popping off boom, right there. So, this is what I'll ask you. Obviously, these two things going off. This is, I here's one thing do you think we will? I feel like this is our last trailer, right? Like, full trailer. I think we'll get TV Spots teasers, but I think this last
1: trailer, I think this is definitely our last, yeah.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. That's a scary shot that dinosaur died. But yeah, it makes sense. Tickets are on sale. So this might be the last time we talk about it before it's out because we got so much stuff popping off next a little bit. So if nothing else comes out, this might be the last time we touch upon it. So I will ask you, Taylor, we talked about this a little bit. I want your official prediction on who do you think can die? and you Or not can die. Who do you think will die? And you can say no one. And I'm talking just the main characters here because that's why i want to ask this because the very end of this trailer is pretty much just like teasing it's owen and ellie like hanging and it's like like that's the big i think draw is like oh one of these characters could die i personally think if they are dying it's not that shot but what do
1: you say is going to happen here
0: or could happen Mm.
1: like it's tough because they genuinely could kill the whole original three uh they're killing guys on scooters that's right in center so i mean no one's safe really but uh Uh, like i could see the original cast getting killed and that i feel like that would anger people at the same time because you get all these Mm -hmm. characters back but i mean if it's a send-off it has to be a good send-off it has to be like they have to die saving these people but i don't know if jurassic park is necessarily in that line of doing that like there's a reason before we had any of these movies that alan grant survived jurassic park 3 there's a reason ian malcolm survived jurassic park 2 for that matter Mm -hmm. like they they kept them alive because I think that's just the kind of thing they want to do with these characters. And I think that'll hold true in this, unless they really want to make a statement and really rattle some cages by killing these main characters. I, I think for the most part all three of them are safe, and if anyone were to go, I honestly think it could be like a Chris Pratt or a Bryce Tellis Howard because I just oh, feel like no. I feel like you would keep no. those OG ones I uh, no. just there but again that's me being biased and kind of hopeful <laughs> you know I don't want my old OGs to be touched and harmed right
0: you go the Force Awakens route where you kill off the OG people and you keep the new people around because they can make more movies you know and Chris Pratt's unfortunately I guess a bigger star than the other three OGs they're big in this movie but Chris Pratt's that's where the money is mm. so um, I think you're right I think they're all gonna make it out but my question is what state is the world at the end of this movie, because I think if because my whole thing is like it's the same way I talked about with Scream, right? And when every time we get a new Scream, I'm always worried they're gonna kill Sydney Prescott and you know, spoilers for last screen I just think there's certain characters and heroes that I don't want to see die because they've been through so much shit that it's just like it almost would tarnish the story a little bit of it's like, oh yeah, they survived this all, but then they died, you know, and it's like oh okay, where there's a uh, Character in that movie, Taylor, you know what I'm talking about, who got a death where it felt like justified because of the way their life was and they had already kind of lived a fuller life if the world, if they're going to get Jurassic Park 7, right, and if the world is even worse than what is in Dominion, then I'm kind of fine with some of the OG characters dying because they wouldn't have this happy life. Like, there's no, like, oh, the happy ending is they helped save the world and they went back. No, if it's going to get worse, if it's going to get, like, dying in maybe it's good for Samuel to go now before, like, his grandkids and everybody start getting ripped apart by dinosaurs and everything, or his nieces and nephews, so he doesn't have to see that. So, I think, honestly, if anyone goes, unfortunately for you, it's Sam Neal,
1: because I just think that'll hurt. it will be like my dad dying. To be honest, that's
0: the one that hurts the most, and I just feel, yeah, I don't know, because they establish Elliot's kids in this. You might meet some of them. I don't know. I just feel like you just don't kill Jeff Goldblum. There's just something about him where I just feel because like, he has. I love Sam Neal and I love Laura Dern, but I feel like Jeff Goldblum just has. He's like Christopher Walken. He has that Genesee qual that no one else has, right? He's so like he's so unique, you can't bottle that up and use that with anybody else. So I, if you ask me, I think they will all survive. But, uh, and maybe they survive because they want to do more of these movies and they want to bring them back again. And maybe that's where it's more of a risk. But we've seen that with countless times of tragedies now, of or tra- uh, uh, tra- uh, tra- uh, tragedies, I, guess I was trying to say tragedies in franchises where... They sacrifice those OG characters to propel the new ones for right? And I don't think they need to do that here because they already got Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, like $2 billion movies, and they're stars, so you don't really need to propel them, but there's still that, like, knee-jerk reaction to make people really feel like, okay, this is not just a cash and sequel, like, these are the stakes, this is a big one, so we'll see i i oh here's one i think for sure is dying is fucking bd wong he's sir not uh yeah bd
1: wong is gone it's probably <laughs> a high chance that he'd pass yeah yeah he needs to go i i like you you make a good point that yeah Ian malcolm could most likely survive out of the out of the batch um if sam neil were to go I don't want to see him get eaten by a dinosaur. I don't want to see him on the scooter and just get fucking ripped up or anything like that. Because I just feel like seeing him and then seeing him get eaten, no matter what the context, just... I just – it would rub me the wrong way. I would want to see him go out by, like, making a sacrifice, an explosion or something to, like, save the crew. I think it would be off screen. yeah.
0: I don't think any of the main characters do. Because I I thought the same thing of also why I didn't think Jeff Golden. Because I just don't know – I just can't see them filming a scene where Jeff Golden's going to eat by dinosaurs. And it's – it's on screen. It's not like it's not funny. But just, like, seeing how he would react. Because he can be a serious actor. He just hasn't done it in a while, I feel. So I just feel like there is something where you could – Sam Neill could be eaten by a dinosaur, but I don't think you'd see it the other way. I don't think he would be like Scooter Guy. Oh, excuse me. He wouldn't be like Scooter Guy. I think they'd give him some sort of hero's death or sacrifice or something like that. Yeah. So, um, you're right there. You look like you've lost something. I found something
1: a bug out. on the wall, and I lost it, and then I found it, and I killed him.
0: Wow, you're terrible. I don't do that. I let it back it's outside. It's an invasive
1: species. They're not uh, indigenous to uh, Kelowna, I guess, so...
0: Put it back outside. Let him live his life. You just took a bug life.
1: I love that movie. There you are. you're
0: scooting past the point. I never kill bugs. They're they're, they're pee. They're, I've seen you kill not- some what no okay that's true <laughs> all for cast purposes there
1: was a fly one time in Dylan's room oh, yeah. that i did kill you put all but your I, force of your strength that, into that
0: was that was in 2016 and i have changed my ways <laughs> i have a changed man i've found god but no now i literally try not to kill bugs but you know what? that's another time it's like pa it's like pause death the man is still but it's dinosaur is eating him <laughs> no no
1: don't save me <laughs> looks like chris uh, pratt and does that yeah
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Save my dog, Sam Neill. Save my baby blue. But uh, yeah. Anything else you have to say on Jurassic World Dominion?
1: No, you can get your tickets now. So make sure yep. you do that. Yeah, I'm very excited. I think this is
0: going to do gangbusters. I've always said this at one. Those both movies are billion dollar fil- films. So you have that. But just with the, the OG cast. Sure. I just had some super fries the other night. Mm-hmm. Good ad. Good ad. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that movie is going to do really, really well. So we'll see. We'll be here to track all that stuff. Uh let's get into some last bits of Cinecon. So there wasn't really much else this week as far as they're showing stuff like Top Gun Maverick and they're showing like John Wick, uh, just like some stuff from it. But um, Disney didn't really give anything. I thought we might even get like a... MCU type of date. I wasn't, CinemaCon is for the theater owners, right? It's not for us fans to go, oh my God, but I thought we were going to get something a little bit more, just a date, a new announcement, and we really didn't. So that's fine, whatever, but the big thing that they're hitting was obviously Avatar. We'll talk about some of the little Marvel news in a second, but Avatar, that is, seeming like it's coming out December. That's the date right now. And they had, they passed out those 3D glasses, and oh my God, I'm sorry. They're passing out those 3D glasses, and I'm sorry, Jim Cameron, but I'm, you know, come December, I'm going to be giving you the big old middle finger, because I'm not sitting through a fucking 3D movie, even for Avatar. I will find a 2D screening. Now, I real wor- I, I real I wor- I will worry if they're like, no, it's just 3D screening, it's nothing else. Then I'm going to shit an egg, but no. So, 3D, it's back. They announced, and we're going to go through the, all of these, but they announced the titles of all the movies and I'd seen the first one. I was like, okay, yeah, I guess that's the title of them. And then I'd seen the other three and for some reason I thought they were parody names, but they're actually not parody names. they're the real names. And I was like, oh, okay, especially one of these names I think is just kind of <laughs> kind of lame, but okay, so here we go. So Avatar 2, The Way of the Water coming out this December. Avatar 3, the Seed Bear. That's the one where I think porn bo- porn sites are going to have loads of fun with that. The seed bear, are you kidding me? That's going out 2024. Uh, Avatar 4, The Tolkien Raider. Rider right, 2000, or rider, thank you. The Tolkien Raider, Another porn one that they're just going <laughs> to have a great time with. And then and Avatar fucking 5 coming out 2028, The Quest of Ewa. Ewa. Is that Ewa? Ewa? Yeah. Um Man, just looking at the slate just crushes me because I just hate that. Like, this is what James Cameron's been doing his whole like past decade, just like working on this film. But I, alas, I digress. Um, but here's one thing I want to get your opinion on first is what do you think of they announced that these sequels are going to be standalones, more standalones? Because the thing is, like. Uh, Sam Worthington, Zoe Zeldana, like, they're in these movies still, but I guess they're not sequels in the sense of, you know, like, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, so it feels like what he's kind of saying is, you could go watch Avatar 2 without having to see Avatar 1. Now, we'll have to see when we see 2, if, like, okay, is he saying standalone just in the sense that, oh, yeah, you can see him, but, like, really, you should be watching sequels, or do they stand by themselves, but what do you feel about Avatar sequels being standalone?
1: Uh, I I'm okay with it. I I think it's it's interesting, and it makes me wonder what the the story will be focusing on if that's the case, and if they're standalones. Like, I think that is better because that means they have more of a cohesive story in themselves from a point A to point B. And again, there's nothing wrong with telling a story over multiple films. Some of the greatest films are done by doing that. But I'm just curious what the story will be focusing on specifically. I read somewhere that, uh, again, we'll talk more about the technology and the water one, but the focus of water and the oceans of Pandora was just the general plot for the first, or the second one and the third one as a setup, and then it'll be referenced and inputted into the later ones, I guess. So I think there's going to be, again, the standalone aspect to each of these films and i don't know the storyline or the plot but i do think it's going to take a notion of what was created in the second film and just kind of use that i think the first one again the first one stands on its own and you know if you want to know about jake sully and the jarhead clan then you can watch that first one if you want to but uh yeah
0: yeah well especially you know it's kind of weird they're so I guess you go you got to go with the title but avatar but it's like they're not he's not an avatar anymore you know it's just it's just the name it's just what he's doing uh, I I'm I'm interested I'm on Avatar in general, I'm very interested in what's going to happen, because, and I'll ask you this, Taylor, do you think that this movie will match like the Endgame, Avatar, because what happened was like, obviously Avatar came out, Endgame came out, beat it, Avatar took it back when they re-released it, the re releasing in September still makes more shekels, but I think like always throughout our lives, it's going to probably bounce back and forth between Endgame and Avatar, because at some point, MCU will re-release Endgame and stuff like that. Do you think this is going to get to those heights? Obviously, we haven't seen a trailer, which they have said that the first trailer is going to be with Doctor Strange. It's going to be exclusive to theaters for a week, and then it's going to, and I'm going to go in public. So we will, the Night of the Strange, <laughs> Night of the Strange, the Night of Doctor Strange, we will record a cutout of our review of the trailer, and that'll be there with the movie review. So look out for that. But do you think. Again, it's very early on, but that's what I'm asking, just your gut feeling. Do you think it can get to those massive numbers again? Do you think it's just going to be a hit? Or do you think it could, I don't think bomb, but like, where, where, where's your feeling on the Avatar success rate right now with, you know, still it's just spring and we're quite a few months away. But
1: I'm always down to go back to Pandora, and I think most of the public is too. So when you get a movie like this, I think the sequel has a incredibly high chance of doing record numbers i think the later ones probably not so much i think this yeah this initial one has so much anticipation behind it and people are memeing and making jokes and everything like that and people say the first one's dog shit and stuff but say what you want about the story or whatever like i i genuinely probably watch it about 2 to 3 times a year like that first one i i enjoy the story i you
0: think, watch it 2 to 3 times a year oh yeah
1: oh yeah i i really every re- year yeah i really really enjoy the, God. i enjoy the message like the movie it has like a i love the action sequences i love the aesthetic i love so much about that movie it's just it's just is a really really interesting uh, concept i get yeah, so much out of it that satisfies different parts of cinematic pleasure that I like to satisfy my mind with and so (laughs) I too like to live uh, dangerously (laughs) When, uh, when you're dealing with something with such anticipation after a near decade of waiting with technology that has exceeded you know, so many. it's
0: past a decade. Is it past a decade?
1: Came out in 2009. 2009, holy shit. We're over a decade. We're over a decade, yeah. 12 years, right? 13 I think uh, that's definitely 13. I think people are definitely waiting to see. I corrected myself. Just give me a second there, right? People are definitely excited to see what we're gonna get here. And I was reading a little bit about some of the cast members they have working with them. And some of these underwater shots, I'm so excited to see what they can do. Some of the kids that they have that are acting on this set, they can hold their breath for up to like four minutes underwater, which is just crazy. How long can you hold your breath for underwater?
0: I don't know, but like you got fucking the best effects artists in the world and stuff like that. I don't know why these kids. But that's that's, fucking hold that's their breath. the trick,
1: though. They, it's it's one thing to just <laughs> use CGI and visual effects or whatever you want, but if you're recording something and adding so much more of a different dynamic where it's real movement. Like the eye, human eye can definitely tell when something isn't like real and it's fake and all that kind of stuff. And I appreciate when things are done much more realistically, practically. And again, I'm not saying there's no visual effects. They're obviously incorporating some somehow. And that's where it'll be interesting to see such a cool combination. This is where Jurassic World comes back into play of practical and visual coming together. And whatever it was that this method of filming that, James Cameron's waiting for for this movie he found it and he's employed it into this film and I'm excited to see it and I'm totally going to be doing this in 3D count me in it's going to be grand it's going to be great and yeah well that, that's
0: there's a few interesting things there one yeah I hope it all looks good I just don't want it to look like the first time in BBS when we saw Jason Momoa and he could clearly tell he's just holding his his breath, and then he comes up, and then Aquaman, like the film, made it look a lot better. Um, for, and for the box office, you know, actually, let's take our next ad break here because we'll talk about my side of the box office and a little bit more about these standalones. So, we will be right back. And we're back. So, I was just looking at the top 10 of all time world. Now, here's one thing one on the 3D because I was like, maybe it doesn't make it, I don't know. Avatar made a lot because obviously it was it was viewed quite a few times, like by many people, right? Like you, myself, I saw it twice in the theater and things like that. But you did have the 3D, and 3D nowadays has like a higher rate now. My question is will do lower because maybe people like myself will go pay to see in 2D because I did it again today where I looked at the Dr. Strange Showings here, and it was I can't remember it was the 630 oh yeah because you moved to the same but the 631 here at the grand that's like 2D is like almost completely sold out like the first two Rows need you know people there, and that's about it, and then you go to this like the 645 at 3d not a single ticket sold not a single ticket sold we're a week out and that's where it shows like he like People will not go to 3D, but do they go, oh, well, I'll go see Avatar in 3D because that's the event. So we'll have to see that as far as people's pushback. Because me, I get the camera talks about, oh, the 3D better. I don't need to see it in 3D. And I think there are a lot more people like me that, oh, I'm over this gimmick. So I think that's going to hurt a little bit more. as far as how it's gonna do i'm very curious because i agree with your assessment 100 no matter what this one does i think the sequels will become diminishing returns i think the only way it doesn't if this one comes out and does hit really well and people are blown away by it whether it's the effects or even the story then they might want to return to because you look at you could say it's tough but you look at of course diminished as well but *Force awakens last jedi rise skywalker all billion dollar movies right so you can keep a huge success rate sustained if you want to if if it's there somehow even those movies that are mixed kept it but with avatar it's going to be very interesting i still think it's going to be big i just don't know how big because i just don't know how much in the zeitgeist it is i don't know how much the newer generation is going to care about this and right now you look i'm looking at the top 10 so the lowest one which Number eleven, I didn't even know this. Fucking Frozen Two, one point four billion dollars. Good for you, Frozen Two. But so the lowest in the box is a uh, top ten is Fury Seven at one point five billion, and that kind of goes up, up, up there. And the Avatar is at two point eight. So for me, it's tough because I th- I think it could hit that billion mark, but I I will say that it's gonna. I guess you could say break records, but I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's going to be a top fiver. Top fivers, those are two billions. I don't think, because you said you thought it could match like Endgame and Avatar. I don't think it will match those. I really don't. Mm -hmm. Even though it's like we're in our COVID world, the good thing for this thing is things are opening up but also this is not coming out till december so hopefully things could be even better there people will feel more comfortable going to the theaters etc hopefully cases all around the world will continue to go down and stay down i just don't see it reaching all time level because i feel like after the, the first one had something special about where you had to see in this sc- big screen this will have that, but I almost feel like there will be a, a certain amount of people that will go, ah, oh, I saw Avatar once, I don't need to see it again. We'll see with trailers and hype, they'll re-release the movie and everything like that, but yeah, I just, I don't think so. I, I think that, I don't think it's going to get near Avatar Endgame, I really don't, you know, so w- what would you say as far as if you're in that top 10? So top 10 is at 1.5 billion, you think it's going to get past that? Oh. Well, like, you you said it was already, you already thought it could match Avatar and Endgame, so you're in you're in like the two point seven, two point eight, almost three billion dollars, which only two movies have done that. Of being the close the to key billion. is
1: the re-release, and I guarantee it, James Cameron's gonna be pumping this puppy back out in the theaters for years to come. What? This movie? He'll just re-release Avatar it. two? Yeah.
0: And not if it's not as well loved as Avatar One.
1: Yeah, but is Avatar One still even well loved? I think a lot of people kinda like have come around on that. I think if they release it initially, it does its main theater run and then they okay, leave it for six months, they put it up again for another like limited run. And then here comes two years down the pipeline and we're in twenty twenty four now, when we get the third Avatar movie and they're going to do another re-release. Like, oh, anticipation, here's Avatar 1 and Avatar 2 again in theaters for Avatar 3, so...
0: Yeah, they could do that. Just the only thing with Avatar, even if people have turned around on it, you still have it as the biggest movie of all time. So that's kind of the gimmick of like, well, come see the biggest movie of all time. If like Avatar 2 does really well, but it's like 1.3 billion, it's not going to be like, come see the 16th biggest movie of all time. Like it doesn't have that same, I agree with you, they could release them together, but it doesn't to me have that same effect. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. I do like, I I don't think it's going to be a bad movie per se. I, I think that would be something very, I've always wanted that to happen. Not one. Wanted. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. I yeah. I want, I, no. I've i always been curious about the situation where Imagine if Lord of the Rings fellowship of the ring comes out and it doesn't do all well the box office And it's not well received by fans or critics and you already have two and three filmed. That's never I don't know if it's Happened we have stuff like Fantastic Beasts where it's gone down, but they didn't film them back-to-back, back, right? That's why they can say hey after four after this. I don't think we're gonna do four and five but imagine, like, what happens if this comes out and it does not say bomb, but let's say it doesn't even hit, like, a billion. Let's say people are like, yeah, actually, people are done with Avatar. They didn't want more Avatar, and let's say this movie's not good. What what would be your strategy then if you are Disney, if you got this first one that, let's say, disappoints? Which, again, I don't think will happen. I think this is probably going to make a billion dollars. I think people, the reason why I agree with uh, Taylor with Diminishing Returns, I think people are just even curious to go see a first one. I don't know if their curiosity will be to see – a third one, a fourth one, a fifth one. I think at that point, that's like, okay, the people that like it to love it will go, and the people that are over it, yeah. it, becomes less special then, right? It's like Force Awakens, where everybody went to go see Force Awakens because it's like Star Wars is back. Sure, you had some people that didn't like it or love it, but then you get those people that are more, yeah, you know what, I can see this at home. Like, I just want to see that first one because it's back and everything. So what were you doing in that situation of, let's say, this first one kind of... Like, like they're still going to come out. Like, they're like I guess I'm asking you a question that you, they're not just going to shelve them or anything, but what would be the approach you take as far as these films are already going to be in the can and stuff like that, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't... I can't really imagine what that would appear like, I guess. Like, I just I just see this as doing well. I know Fanboy Clay in the chat, you said Cameron's other movies talked about more than Avatar, so Avatar 2 will not be in the same ballpark as the first. Like, mm. when I, when I hear James Cameron, I think uh what like cause he did aliens and he did uh the, the Terminator, terminator yeah but yeah, i always i, I always bring think up the titanic most. and avatar those are the two yeah, main was, ones that i always hear so i was gonna
0: say that i don't like so here's the thing i think people bring up titan or not even titanic but terminator aliens is like his crown jewels of great movies but avatar still gets talked about a lot it's not maybe like oh great movies just it's always talked about of Will do well, that first one, how did it do so well? Like, it's always in the zeitgeist. It's like, every time a movie crept up to it, like with Endgame, it was like, oh, can this movie finally beat Avatar? Because we had that conversation in 2015, Force Awakens came out. I thought Force Awakens was going to beat Avatar, and it didn't. But anytime a movie comes out that was big in that era it was, can it beat Avatar? You know, it's like every comic book movie is it as good as The Dark Knight. So I, I think it gets talked about in a different way. But, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it will be in the same ballpark as, like, Uh, Because again, I got to look at that list here because like but here's the thing like you got spider-man. No way home 1.8 million That's in sixth place. I think it has a chance of cracking the top 10 which is at 1.5 But I wouldn't take that I think it's gonna be more in the 20 to 10, where that's a 1.2 to 1.5. I think it's gonna be in that aspect, but again, no one thought that with Avatar 1. Go back to Avatar 1 opening weekend. It had a small opening weekend, and everyone, including myself my dad, were like, well, that sure didn't pay off for James Cameron, but it kept making money and making money. Good thing is, it's out during Christmas, and while you're talking, I'm gonna look up what comes out January of next year to see. It doesn't have much competition. We're gonna talk about it in a second. Sorry, Shazam's not competition. So you continue to uh, while I get some uh, stats for next year.
1: Yeah, it's coming out of Christmas time is brilliant because I think it's gonna have that Star Wars effect where all the families are gonna go see it. Parents are gonna take know their kids. Home? Like yeah, Christmas movie. Yeah. Too, right? So I, I just think it's gonna have that effect. And again, you have James Cameron who made that initial avatar movie you know he he helped get it all that money he helped you know rake in the money with that and the funds so now you have james cameron backed by disney Disney's not in the business of making a movie anything less than you know they, their expectations oh, is yeah. to make a billion dollar movie machine. oh yeah, yeah absolutely there are and what better way now to get it uh get it marketed out there then you yeah, stack it with Doctor Strange like it's just uh...
0: yeah they're treating it like a big event like Doctor Strange could possibly there be their biggest movie of the year I still think if Wakanda comes out that will be the biggest oh god yeah that's tough what do you think does better nine box office opening we can get like that's tough like I feel like Wakanda versus Avatar is another big battle because I feel like people that first Black Panther huge with the audience but also just I hate saying this but I always just feel there's a general like curiosity of like what they're gonna do with this movie, right? Oh, with Chad, absolutely,
1: like, there really, really you know? is. Like, it, that, that's the thing. That's the same thing that you said, us bubs. Like, that's attributed to Avatar too. People want to see why it took so long. What? What's the kicker? There's gonna be yes. that buzz going around and word to mouth and everything and. So I think that's just something that it really has going for it as opposed to a movie that's, you know, two years later, they just pumping out a sequel to it. So and even then, yes, Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker both came out a couple years after their predecessors and they still made billion, a billion dollars. But um, that's where I will attribute that longer period of time. I think that's got a higher chance of success.
0: Yeah. It's tough though, because you look at Endgame, right? And look at like Avengers was uh it's in the top ten, and then Age of All just under, but then you have Infinity Wars, I like, got four, and then Endgame at two. So that did build, but that's a different type of situation. I think Star Wars obviously we've talked about it many times, the whole variety of issues, but I still think Rise Skywalker had that same thing of like how they're gonna pull off the Leia stuff, you know. I'm not saying that's what got to a billion, but that definitely helped it. Um yeah, so, and for me, the sequel things, that's the same thing where I, there's pros and cons to it. Because the con is what I just talked about with Endgame. If you don't have this kind of continuing story of following these characters, instead of building up to this finale, that's not there. If it's just, oh, e- even if Jake, like, what his name was, Jake Sully, right? And, uh, no, and what was the girl's name? So
1: uh, Natiri. The Nateri.
0: So, like, if you're building, building to two, three, four, to the final whatever, that's big. If they're just in a movie or if they're the parents are just around, that's cool, but you're not building to something. So, I could see a trajectory with the those movies having a, okay, this one comes out, it's big, and then each one will be less than the other one, like the Star Wars one, not like Avengers Endgame. But then the counter is, with it being... Like in a sense anthology movies people can easily jump on you don't have to have that Oh, I need to see all these and I think that's why they're all titled like that because it's very It's not avatar 2 3 4. It's just adventures in the avatar world, right? So that's where anybody could jump on you could not see two and three, but you can go see four but at the same point I, I I think even then whether they're, you know, standalones or continuing a story, I think number 2 is going to be like the one that comes out this year. That will be the kicker of gets people to continue to see it or not. You know, like the yeah. quality of that cuz even if people go pay it the, the here's the biggest example. I think people of curiosity will see it, but I think for even myself that looked at it and am like, "Man, Avatar, what a spectacle. I got to see it one more time." I think if they see and they go, ah, oh, it's just more Avatar, they won't go back for a second viewing. They'll almost, it'll scratch that itch. It's kind of like if you, um, if you, here's a good dating analogy you've never done. Let's say you dated someone when you are young and in your youth and all this stuff and lots of, you know, hormones going on and it didn't work out. But then it's like 10 years later and it's like a high school reunion. This never happened to me. But let's say it's a high school reunion. No, it didn't. Honestly, it didn't. I'm not doing it for, like, I, I didn't go to a high school reunion. I don't think we had one because of COVID. But let's say you go 10 years later and you meet the same person and you go, you know what? Maybe it could work this time. Maybe this person's the one for me. And you go on that first date and maybe you have some shenanigans or whatnot. But at the end of the night, you know, you go, you know what? That itch was scratched for me. That I don't need that anymore. It's the same thing that happened to me once. It's similar situation where I was dating a girl and there was a long chase and then she had a boyfriend, all this stuff. And finally she was single. I went on that date and then you know stuff happened. And then you know what? I woke up the next day, Taylor. I, as, I I'm not trying to sound cold here, but I was like, I don't have any feelings for this person anymore because <laughs> I found out it was just like you know what? What it was chasing the dragon. It was what you thought was there in your mind. Like you said, why did this movie take so long? Once you see the magic trick. The question is, do you want to stay for more, or is it go? Ah, I'm good. I saw it, and that's where it's like that could be the case where people come to see Avatar two once, and then they bow out. And when three comes and four comes, like eh, not really for me. And that's where I think it's. I wish James Cameron didn't make all these movies like right away. I wish he made just two, and then continued if like depending on success or his whatnot. But yeah, he, he made these movies, so it's gonna be coming out. As of right now, December, they showed some scenes and stuff, so that's looking good for it actually coming out. Like we said, there will be a trailer. We'll be definitely reviewing that trailer, and again, I'm not interested or excited for this movie in the sense of the quality. I think it'll be, I'm just more curious, and s says, yeah, it could be a 10-year wait for, yeah, it was all right. And 100% it could be, right? And, I, and that's where it's going to be interesting, but a lot of tech has improved, but uh You had already Maddie had asked us our overall thoughts on Avatar. You had already talked about yours. You love it. You're seeing it like three or four times a year and something like that. You're I imagine gonna go see it in September in the big screen re release for Avatar One.
1: Oh, I'm I'm tempted to. Like I got I got the D V D edition. I don't even have the Blu-ray one, but mine is the D V D that has like the three extended editions. So there's the theatrical, then the extended, then like the super super extended and it's like an extra like forty minutes of video footage that you get. It's fan freaking tastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, i i love the movie and i i i would honestly love to do a double feature just enjoy like six hours of just fucking pandora just going fucking hard like let's get in there Um, well september
0: yeah you don't have much you have this i know a big movie for you september 2nd coming out on the friday honk for jesus save your soul so i know that's on your calendar you got salem's law that's what i'll be going to is the stephen king movie um, and then the only thing that's coming out that you won't be seeing, I don't think, is Don't Worry Darling, instead of the next Florence Pew movie. That's the same day as Avatar. So September is pretty light. So I think it's prime for a Taylor
1: viewing. Um, I think so. It'd be a good time for a retrospective, too. Like, when it first came out in theaters, I saw it three, oh, to, the three to four times in theaters. Uh, and it's opening uh, month. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, we've been talking about that since GV started that whenever the year does come out, we'll do a retro. We're just waiting for it to happen. So yeah, Maddie, you'll get to hear our full thoughts on when we do a retro and fall. But yeah, for me, I, I hate to say it, but it's just like I have the same kind of critiques that everyone else. Like I have the same take that everyone else has. Like it's a spectacle, looks really cool in the moment. Like there's some very fun visuals. But the story's just, it's fine. It's mm-hmm. just there. The performance are fine. You know, it is everything everyone said, golly Pocahontas, like I don't have a unique take. And I think that's what could hurt the second one eventually of just like, it's relatively rinse and repeat, but hopefully not because if its four separate standalone stories. Um, I will say, I can't remember <coughs> that I, I think I've only seen it like three and a half times. I saw it once in theaters. I went back because it was like my sister's favorite movie at one point. We saw it again at home. And then a few years ago, me and Emily put it on. And about an hour in, I was just like, I didn't wasn't watching it. be like, oh, I don't like this movie anymore. I just was... And not even bored. I just didn't care to watch it again. So I just like we just. I think we fell asleep and we we're like, "You want to put it back on?" Went, no, and we never returned to it. So it's like on Netflix somewhere in, in like an hour in and something like that. So yeah, I I don't have much interest for this film, the franchise, anything. I'll see them because of podcast. And this one, the first one, I'd see out of curiosity. If I wasn't doing the podcast, I don't think I would be seeing three and four and five unless the second one blew me away. But uh, yeah, that's my. General level of excitement for Avatar, my thoughts on it. Mm. So, Taylor, anything else on Avatar?
1: I just feel bad for all those people that saw the first one and couldn't wait for the sequel, and then they ended up dying, mm-hmm. and they, you know, yeah. like that sucks. That's that's one of my fears actually. Is like. I, it's gonna I, happen at some point. It's gonna happen Th- at some point. Like I, I, I hate that there's a point. Like okay, Star Wars was wrapped up and concluded. I didn't have to worry about it. It was wrapped up. And now I love <laughs> getting all this content. But there's gonna be a point where I'm gonna be like 89, 99 years old, and they're gonna be like, "And hey, we got Star Wars 22 coming out," where you know Ian Mcgregor is back with Force Ghost Luke and or something like that. And yeah. I'm gonna be like, wow. "Ship!" I'm not gonna be able to enjoy this because I'm dead. So there's a point where you I'm- die and the content keeps coming out.
0: I feel like with your age, the more apt uh, comparison would be like forty years, fifty years from now. Like Tom Holland's come back to play Spider-Man, and you're like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see him back as Spider-Man." And then you die. Like I don't think you McGregor's still gonna be around when you're eighty, unfortunately. You know, so yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna happen. There's always gonna be a movie that. That that's why I just I take it as much as I can there's gonna be a movie one day that you're excited for and you may never see, you know. But yeah. uh just think about what we got so far. Lots of good stuff. So Speaking of good stuff, good stuff for Taylor Field, good stuff for other people. I think it's fine stuff. Shazam 2, Shazam, Fury of the Gods made the smartest move, I guess. They could have, but even then I'll get into it. So Shazam 2, this had come out, obviously there's the big uh, shifts where originally it was Aquaman 2 on the same day as Avatar. To me, that was like, okay, Avatar is going to do better, but Aquaman has a big audience, billion dollar film. I think it's going to do pretty well. All the shifts happened, yet da da Aquaman and Shazam switch years and Shazam 2 gets the unfortunate uh, Spot of being (laughs) the same day as Avatar, but Mario gets delayed. So what did they do? Okay? Well, let's delay this movie one week back. So that was smart. Shazam 2 is coming out uh, December 21st, so a week after Titterfield, how do you think it's gonna do like in its second week? Do you think it could be the number one movie the box office or do you think it'd still be Avatar?
1: It's not going to beat Avatar, not unless Avatar mm. significantly flops. But it's not going to beat Avatar. I, I yeah. think. Uh, I think there's people like Kirkland out there that aren't going to go see this movie, right? So,
0: uh he might put the podcast now, like with the way it is. But we'll. See. He doesn't. He doesn't seem well, excited about it. There's
1: many people without a podcast to motivate them to go see it. So <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, Aquaman made a billion dollars. Shazam won. How much did that make again? I, don't I was going to look, but
0: it was a... No. Uh, what's really unfortunate for them, too, when you search Shazam, you know what the first thing that comes up is? No. The app. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, obviously, you just put in Shazam movie, and it happens. But when I did it, like, all... All those results were that. So it was the thing where it made money, but it wasn't like a runaway hit. So it had a budget of 80 to 100 million, and it made about 366 million. So again, it made some change. It it, it it was profitable, but wasn't like, man, this was huge. It was a lower kind of opening too. So I guess it's strange, because, oh, this is what I meant to say earlier when we are talking about Avatar, but uh, let me just pull it up here. Did I, oh, did I lose it? Anyways, in January, there's not much coming out next year. So one, I think that gives Avatar even more time to run roughshod. The only thing that's coming out is just like... As Buzz pointed out, the huge next hit movie for Sony, Craven. Uh, that is coming out in January. But other than that, there's nothing really going on. There's that Megan movie I tagged you in about the robot mm. like, doll or whatever. I also didn't know this. Megan with the E, they've switched it. It's a three. So I don't know what that is, but there's some sci-fi stuff going on there. Um, yeah, I just... I don't know because I, I know some of them say, oh, Craven's there. I feel like they'd be better to release it in the month of Craven or a few weeks after, whether it's the same day as Craven, because I feel like Shazam would do better than Craven or just end of January, just even separate. I know what they want, right? They want what we talked about. They want the December people are going to run and see it. But I just. <sighs> I think Avatar is still the movie people will go to see during those holiday seasons because of curiosity because the old ones there will be people grandparents parents like Oh, I saw Avatar at this age. I want to take my kids to see us yet Avatar for the first movie. There's some dark moments, but it's a pretty Family-safe movie, you know, like it's one that lots of kids saw and stuff like that. Like I don't think you have to really worry so Yeah, Shazam 2 it just It's not looking good for it, and what I think is going to be the end result is uh, uh, Shazam 2 is going to come out, do fine to break even to maybe lose money, and you won't see Shazam around again. You'll just maybe see him in team-ups and stuff like that, you know, like whenever they do Justice League 2, I think he could be in that. But I don't know. How do you like? Do you so do you think opening weekend wise, uh, you know, Avatar will be in the second week, and Maybe you think, okay, Avatar will still be running ref shops, still get that second weekend. Do you think it'll still be proper enough to be a hit movie? Of like, okay, even though Avatar's out, there's enough with them for people to see this movie, or even just in January, people to see this movie? Or do you think that this is maybe just going to fall flat on its face at the box office?
1: I don't think it's going to fall flat on its face. I think it'll be. I think it'll have a profit behind it. There's there's a mm-hmm. large DC fan base out there, and I think they'll rally together. And even members of the GA that are curious are going to want to see this. People that like the first one that aren't big DC fans are going to want to see Zachary Levi, right? And I, I think I think it's got some. Uh, are
0: they? Is Zachary Levi a guy that people really want to see?
1: I'm not like I mean I enjoy some of his stuff, but I'm not like itching to be like, where's the next Zachary Levi fix? I gotta get like
0: I'm not, and I don't know if anyone is except for Dylan. I'm who sure. Like- sure some exist out there, so uh. some, some exist out there. I just don't know. I just don't. I I don't. I, I don't know if there's a huge contingency. Family says I think we will beat Avatar for a week or two, but Avatar will come back on. Not top. a chance. Um, I won't. Taylor said not a chance. That was a hard not a chance. I don't think so either because I have to look at Shazam's opening weekend. Let me just take a look here, and then. But yeah, Taylor, keep talking if you have something to say.
1: Yeah, it's it's just a movie. I think that people are gonna they're gonna go see it, they're gonna support it, and want to indulge in it. But I think, it, again, like yes, it's been a long time since we got that first Shazam, but between the two, I, I just default to the buzz that Avatar is gonna generate. People are gonna want to see what's going on. Where Shazam is gonna have so many you know uh, cool suits and everything like that. It's a superhero film, cool suits. but we all have. I'm not saying anything about superhero exhaustion, but when you're presented with the new superhero movie and then you're presented with this new movie that's been 10 years in the making with new yeah. revolutionary technology and choreography and aesthetics, you're going to think, okay, superhero movie? Well, I went and saw that Morbius movie, the GA speaking here, and it wasn't that good. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to go into like the Shazam. Like, The next like big superhero movie we have that they might think is like, oh, well, you know, Doctor Strange is pretty Great. good. And oh, like... Thor was pretty good, so at least there's some cleansing of the palette there for superhero movies, but at this time, yeah. most of the GA, like, my mom... She, she sent me a text. She said, like, I want to see the Batman, but my friend bought the tickets for Morbius, so we're going to go <laughs> see that. And I said, oh, that's a shame. You would have liked Batman more. And she's like, well, I'll let you know what I think of it afterwards. And sure enough, she texted me, and she said, I w- really wasn't, like, super into Morbius. Like, yeah, you should go see the Batman then, for sure. And When
0: Taylor sent me that news, I was... Holy God, what are you showing me?
1: Hey, come
0: on! <laughs> I was emotionally hurt. So here's one thing that I... Here's a stat where avatar even though here's the weird thing like avatar opened 77 and people thought oh it's not that great and then started to build 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 so i think the sequel could do that a little bit but that opened 77 shazam in like 2018 opened up 54 so it even like 2009 avatar opened bigger than 2018 shazam i think Shazam's going to have a lower opening than 54 million because i think avatar is going to have a big opening weekend i think it could be near 100 million and then people that didn't see it the first weekend will go and watch it so i don't th- again i think it, like taylor said before unless it just comes out and people are like this movie is rank like this is not like is not like if it gets really bad reviews but i don't think it will i think it'll still be enough of a crowd pleaser so yeah I, I don't know clay we'll have to get back in december because we got uh we still got two i'm holding you to your ahsoka's gonna beat loki numbers and i don't think that's happening because loki is that Obi- one wants, of his,
1: that's one of his predictions that's one
0: of his things and then Adam, interesting. and interesting Get ready, everyone. You got a month to hashtag Travis told you where Loki kicks the shit out of Obi Wan. You know, so, uh, you know, everyone keeps, not everyone, but some people keep saying, oh, yeah, Obi Wan, that could be the one. Eh, not anymore. With the way they're marketing Obi Wan, I don't think so. But uh, Shazam was sandwiched in between Captain Marvel Endgame. Yeah, it was, but this is just sandwiched between, like, just Avatar and Avatar. Like, I know it's (laughs) not two movies, but I feel like Avatar is just such a big beast of a film. Like, it's the sequel to the biggest film of all time. Now it's Disney marketing it, they're gonna make you think like Shazam doesn't even exist. Like they're like, like What sh- yeah. <laughs> like what's Shazam? Like I'm gonna go see Avatar. Like and, they and won't they, even kn-
1: play a preview for Shazam and the previews <laughs> for <laughs> no, Avatar. No,
0: no, like yeah, I it's between oh, there you go. It's between Avatar and Puss in Boots. And here, it is. here's here's the sad thing. I honestly think there is a chance. Now here's so, i I actually wouldn't take this bet. Because of uh, Puss in Boots and Shrek being down a little longer, but at the height of the Shrek and Puss in Boots era, there's part of me that thinks Puss in Boots would open higher than Shazam too. I really do because kids' movies can play; they can play really great at Christmas. Because, and here's the thing: like S was showing up as like a I don't know if it's a joke, but still, you have Avatar, Shazam, Puss in Boots. I think in with families, speaking for myself, speaking for other people, with kids, I think. Shazam's going to rank third all the time with those because I think it's going to be, we should see Avatar, and if that's too much for the kids. We'll go see puss in boots now i know you might see all oh, like oh shazam that's that family friendly movie but i just feel because it's a cartoon and they go ah i don't know that's i want to see what push them, the first Puss in boots open up to it's not going to open up the same as that because it's been a while since the sequel but there's
1: no way like you could make that case that shazam is a family movie because it definitely like i wouldn't bring like my little kids to see it because there's definitely no, the like, first one was brutal
0: no, it is, though, in the sense of, like, it's all about the orphanage and those kids and the siblings. Like, the two main leads are kids, right? Like, that's where it
1: is, like, a kid. True, but then the demons, right? Like, that was definitely Yeah, but they too didn't show much. them in the trailer. so They just you, bait you, the parents and Yeah, it's <laughs> one of those
0: awkward things where, like, oh, we're seeing a family movie, and, like, boom. So, opening weekend for Puss in Boots was 34. So, yeah, I definitely don't. I think Puss in Boots, like, as Bob says, could be a big hit. But I don't think it would open more than Shazam. But I still think it could make more money overall, because like, it's a, it's a family movie, kids movie, like the fucking bad guys, so, which all you
1: guys would love the book. But In regards to this, then, I would say like it's more believable to swap it out. Like I think it, Shazam will beat Puss in Boots for a week, but then <laughs> Puss in Boots will come back out on top, while Avatar is always up there.
0: I think the only thing Clay is right is, for some reason, because here's one other thing that Shazam could have that we don't know, is Black Adam comes out in October. If there is an end credit or anything alluding to The Rock appearing in Shazam 2, being connected to Shazam 2, that does help it a little bit. That does help it if they go, oh, The Rock is a part of this. That could be a thing. Yeah, it has Florence Pugh and Shazam doesn't. 100%. Puss some Boots wins. Hashtag Pugh boys. But... The thing is, I think Clay could be right for, I wouldn't say two weeks, but one week. For some reason, if Avatar opens and Shazam opens up, it could maybe beat it for two, but then Avatar take it right there. But I would take the bet, I'll take that one Canadian dollar bet of, you know, that's, and that's not worth anything to you, Clay. But I, I would take the bet that I think Avatar will honestly be number one until, like, guess maybe craven but and craven's a movie that i think is going to do even worse than shazam like i don't think i think morbius was the sign of things to come for sony of like hey when you don't have venom a super well-known character when you have morbius when you have craven when you have el moerto el moerto oh no el Muerto, when you have that i don't and it's not just the characters it's just the general lack of excitement i I can't wait to see what Craven does. And sorry, I don't think I don't think Aaron Taylor Johnson is a star either that pulls people in. I like I don't think Zachary Levi is, but at least it has like the DC machine behind it. Craven the Hunter, like I guess you got Russell Crowe in there, but I don't know in January. Ugh, yeah, I. That's why I would say DC should just push in January make it be Craven's problem Take the thunder away from Craven and do that January at least gives you a cup two to three weeks away from Avatar mm-hmm. Not one week away, you know, I'm willing to make a pizza bet on beating it at least for at least two weeks Oh, I would take that bet. I'll buy you. A p- I'll send you the money by a pizza Worse because for one week uh, I don't know if I take the bet. I take the dollar bet pizza bet. Yeah, fans listen to this if if so shazam has to beat avatar weekend two and three for me to give clay a pizza if it only beats it one week i get the pizza I like those odds, so. And I like the fucking, like, $60
1: pizza. No, I'm joking. Assbubs, <laughs> make an <like>, actual note <laughs> in, on your calendar, whatever you got. Like, make a note of this, so we, we're going to reference you when the time comes. A
0: bat calzone. No, it's going to be a fucking Na'vi calzone soon. It's going to be, like, <laughs> you eat its little tail with the hair, everything like that. Mm-hmm, good. Uh, anything else to say on Shazam and its box office and everything like that? Mm-mm. Alright, we're gonna take our next ad break, and then we're gonna be back with some Tales of the Jedi. So we'll be right back. And we're here. So Tales of the Jedi, we had seen this like art, like concept art, just the title leak a little while ago. I think it was, you know, four six months ago, and it was so funny. Because when that happened, it was a little bit before we got the Book of Boba Fett. And I remember, and I, I thought people were right. It was like, man, so you have Grogu and you have Luke in episode. We just got this Boba Fett episode of them training together, Tales of the Jedi. This must be what that show is. It's going to be Luke and Grogu training, and man, oh, here we are now. Hey, Grogu's back in Mandalorian. Luke's gone. So what it's been revealed as is it is an animated anthology show, and It is being I don't think show run, but Dave Filoni has his hands on he's either producing it or, or he's a Executive he's, of course he's an executive producer, but I don't know to the extent but this is happening What are your thoughts Taylor on this show? It's animated Jedi anthology and what do you want from it? And I will say also we're getting I'll bring it up here in a second But we're getting a panel of it
1: at Star Wars Celebration as well So we're gonna get like the full-on details in just a couple weeks here I don't know what's so difficult about giving us more live action Jedi but I digress. So the animation We got
0: 3 movies since 2015.
1: I want more like I there was like one or two Jedi Max and all of those. I want Jedi's like give Jedi. me fucking like a bunch of them with Dave Give me Jedi's fucking yeah, <laughs> Dave Filoni Real massaging Ovorus. a man like Oh, what's well,
0: my boy from high republic who's fucking alzar give me a fuck alzar man. 97, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a man right i right.
1: i just think that we need more of that but anyway so we have uh the animated f- component here now after what yes. i saw in you know clone Wars season seven that was absolutely fantastic animation reciprocated again in the bad batch just absolutely beautiful with where they're taking this new animation studio and all that jazz so i think um, okay. you forgot one too I forgot one. Uh bad batch. as well. Oh, well I'm not including that because the art style's completely different how they animated no, it. You,
0: it is, but it's just like you you look at their versatility of what they've been doing and you, I'm not saying it has to be anime, but it doesn't doesn't mean for sure it's gonna be that same type of Clone Wars bad batch style, right? They can that's go true. complete directions. So that's that's true. what I mean. Like they've just shown they they can do multiple animations and do them very well.
1: Yeah. They've definitely got the right uh, people with the right tools there, that's for sure. So I don't have any concern really about, you know, animation in general with what Disney is able to do now anthology with different Jedi doing different things like sign me up. Let's get on that train and ride it all day long because I mean, this just sounds absolutely fantastic i don't know what era they're going to be diving into or what they're going to be exploring but if they give me a little bit of jedi prequel a little bit of jedi after prequel and everything in between i am there for it i'd love to see a little bit more jedi dealing with clones I Maybe mean, another jedi surviving his purge okay. or something like that fuck off i would You're be talking down about? for it no
0: no those more are clones. tales of the no jedi more. no more no more you know we're getting so-
1: into ahsoka right
0: We're getting in fucking Obi Wan too apparently with Anakin. That one I'm more for because I want to see Anakin. I'm sorry, I want to see Hayden and Ewan wearing the Clone Wars outfits. If they do a fucking Clone Wars flashback, and I got to see more Clone Wars after we're indicted with it for seven seasons of a show that's very overrated and so much like dark, overrated every day. (laughs) If I got to see no like the fact that like they told everything they could about Obi Wan and Anakin, and then like we're also putting those books. Brotherhood it's like fuck off like I'm sure
1: the book you're not reading the book though
0: no I'm not but you know why because I'm done with the clones we've said anything about the clones has to be enough with the clones you had seven seasons of the Clone Wars isn't that enough for you that's enough no more Order 66 we don't need to see Kyle Kestis go through Order 66 but guess what we do (coughs) so anyways I want to see them in the outfits. But if they do a flashback to the Clone Wars, they're not even in the outfits, then they're just we'll fuck right off, you know? <coughs> Fucking Faloney messing with Deborah Child's show, but won't even stick to this continuity if that happens. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you can't use Vader. We can't use Darth Maul, but Vader is pretty exciting. We've used him in Rogue One. And use him here again. <laughs> fuck, they're going to fuck <laughs> up Obi-Wan, aren't they? They're going to fuck up Obi-Wan, and I'm going to be alone. I'm not going to have my Star Wars anymore. But the thing is, yeah, no more Clone Wars. So I was going to say do you think it's going to take the visions routes of jedis and characters we don't know of or do you think they will have stories about jedis we've met before
1: i think you have new jedi that we have never heard of before that are associated or communicate with jedi we're familiar with i think you're gonna have a a, a, you know a time period where this new jedi we never met is gonna
0: holy god what are you showing me hey come on
1: (laughs) Oh my god! You're gonna have a new Jedi associate with Yoda. I mean, maybe you could even have a, a portion where this mm. Jedi comes into contact with Qui Gon or something like that. Like, there's different mm. potential they can do with these different time periods.
0: Oh, I don't like that. I like I like the idea. I still this idea of anthology story animation about Jedi is great. Go, I'm there. I'm excited to watch it. I would like a mix. If they were to say, hey, we are doing 10 episodes, e- even if it's not the majority, if they said, hey, six of these episodes are about new characters, different eras, but then four of these are about Jedis you know and love, you know, and just little ventures the same way. I absolutely love it. People, you know, they might say other things, but Claudia Gray's Master and look at that. That is just a simple, a Jedi, you know, partner adventure, but it's obviously with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn, and it does like allude to a lot of stuff coming in the prequel, but it's just more strengthening of that relationship and that dynamic. That's all you need. You don't need a, oh, and this was the time. They almost took down Count Dooku. No, like just give me a, perfect, give me an Obi-Wan-Anakin story in between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. On them an adventure, just a one-off. That'd be fantastic. Like that's what I want. I want a fucking one-off of my god. I want a one-off of Count Duku and Qui Gon Jinn, and that could be the fucking testing the water because I still think that's the best prequel idea that they have not touched a Qui Qui Gon Jinn Count Duku prequel. Like go way back, cast actors that are very much younger, stuff like that. And you know what? What is the number one thing I want to see from their show, Taylor Field?
1: Number one thing we want to see yeah.
0: them have sex, right? Well, I always want to see that. But that'd be number 2. What would be the number 1 story I'd want them to tell?
1: Um, Rail Avaros having sex? No, he's in, again with the having sex. That's like
0: 3. So, two of them. Number 2 would be I definitely want something in the Old Republic, so I hope they go that route. Mm. And I hope the High Republic as well. But number 1, this is the Prime This is the perfect, this is the moment, this is the time, we're sure we've gone to comic books, it's not good enough, this is the time where we get a fucking Ben Solo story. This is the time where we get to see Luke and Ben go on an adventure before Force Awakens and you get to see him as an actual Jedi. Cause man, seeing that comic book and seeing him as Ben Solo the Jedi when he like had the, he like landed on a planet and he had like the jet lightsaber and he had like, he had like an outfit, like it was almost like a combined of like Luke and Han. Like, I want to see same thing like Obi-Wan and Anakin, just an adventure, just something they had to do, training, whatever it may be. It could even be a episode about alluring to the dark side, and he's like in the middle of it. Whatever it may be, I think this could be a prime spot for Ben Solo. Do I think anything's going to happen? Probably not. I think we might get one or two. I think it's more like Taylor's Riot, where you get stuff, and I'd even be down for this. It's like, oh, it's Plo Koon episode. Absolutely. But I think you'll get more of the newer characters, and I guess I'm just... Again, I'm fucking starving over here as a Kylo Ren fanboy. You know, like, where is my fucking Clone Wars animated show of, like, the in-between of Return of the Jedi Force Awakens? Where, we got that one Ben Solo comment, like, where, where is it? Where is the content of Ben Solo. Do the stuff where you don't need Adam driver do more comic books do more stories That's why I'm gonna read that fucking Luke and Lando book because you know He's gonna talk about Kylo and that like where's my Ben soul stuff, especially, you know, it's so weird is like almost the most vile the worst like Making thumbnails of Kathleen Kennedy's fired fuckers in their basements, huh. you'll talk to them like oh, I hate everything about these movies. But Adam Driver's Kylo Ren's pretty good. Everybody loves Kylo Ren. He sells merch. Adam Driver's a big actor. Where the fuck is he? Why aren't they doing and why aren't they doing anything with Ray or Finn or Poe? Obviously, there's an answer, but, like, why have they not done anything more of these characters? But I digress. Of just, I think this would be the perfect, just, like, imagine just a 20-minute episode of Luke and Ben and just, like, to test the waters to see, like, what do you think? Do you think there's any percent of that happening in this show?
1: I, I would have to say there's definitely a percent. I can't disregard it completely because... It, what is the does, what's
0: the number then? It's low. What's the number? It's pretty low. Oh,
1: I uh, it's unfortunate. Oh, but I mean it's it's because they're focusing on this old republic era, right? That's that's their they're go-to, right? Republic. The High Republic, yes, sir. I'm like
0: if they're focused, focus, yeah, if they're High Old Republic, I'd have not many complaints right now. like, fuck yeah, Revan. Yeah, uh,
1: it's it's just High Republic era. That's the that's what their writers and their story content individuals are all focusing fine. on right now. They're going through their next phase of the High Republic <laughs> stuff. So I think it's going to be centered kind of a little bit more around that stuff and uh, tales of <laughs> the Jedi Dark Times only, as Pup says. Um, <laughs> as much as i want that post rise of skywalker content or even like uh, between episode six and seven where you're right you get that ben solo training with and luke skywalker i think there's a lot of potential there i think it's in the works and i think they're mapping out i just think they're focusing on their high republic era right now and once they kind of cement that foundation a little bit more then by all means they'll probably dive back into that post return of the jedi era and probably have a lot of relevance and association to what they've established in the high republic and again back in the og films and the prequels stuff they can source from because you get a little bit of that in last jedi with luke and what his adventure he went on and everything he acquired and i think they wanted Mm -hmm. to not pull a bunch of legends for that kind of stuff but build a universe that they are familiar with and they're aware of and that they can pull from and source from moving forward so i think that's what we'll get when you're dealing with future ben solo future ray and future poe dameron and finn and all that so
0: yeah, I hope. Uh, like I said, I, I'm i interested from this panel. I hope we get that answer, whether it's concept art or teaser or just him talking about it as far as what is it. Is it entirely new Jedis? Is it focusing on smaller Jedis? Is it a mix? That's what I love. Even if it was like 10 episodes and 9 episodes are all new and then Episode ten was boom. It's the Luke and kyle episode or Luke and Ben episode. They'd be like, "Fuck, here we go. This is gonna be big." So I I hope they get to the touch upon like they're letting Filoni touch all this fucking stuff. They're letting him touch Obi Wan. They're letting He's him ruin Boba Fett.
1: Everything.
0: Yeah, they're letting him ruin Boba Fett. He didn't
1: Fett. ruin Boba Fett. I attribute that mostly to uh, Rodriguez. No,
0: that's all. So okay, sorry. Kim Rodriguez and John Favreau ruined Boba Fett. All it was a team effort, and they're gonna go ruin Mandalorian too. They ruined Grogu's arc man they fixed cgi luke though so that's good they maybe ruined obi-wan by fucking with deborah chow and taking her story and taking away from her so just great uh do you think this will be a week by week or a full drop of shorts i think it all depends and that's here that's the other thing that i do worry i don't want to be like remember a few we uh years ago they dropped like some star it was like star wars of destiny or something like that where it was like I think it was like a bunch of stories from like female point of views, and I was fine with that, but it was like five. They were only like five minutes, like bite sized things, and mm. they were like fun enough. I don't want, like, sure, I'll watch it, but I don't want that. I want more visions where it could be anywhere from. 12 minutes to 22 minutes so i'm like i would like the 22 minute route if i had my choice but so it all depends if they're all kind of shorts like visions then it could just be a one drop but if it's a like a, i want what if that's what i'd like i want the kind of size of what if for these what do you think is going to happen though for size wise or uh runtime of
1: these shows i expect nothing less than half an hour half an hour to 45 minutes is what I want I
0: expect nothing less I expect less. nothing less so does your hype drop that they're like oh we're doing this show and they're all about 7 to 12 minutes
1: I mean what what am I going to do with that like what am I going to do with a 7 minute show did you not keep talking while I was removing <laughs> my new sweater oh my god <laughs> you Motherf- something you and
0: Kirkland just a words for killing time you would not know that these fucks have been podcasting for 7 years Jesus. Uh, Let's take an ad break. And then here's my big warning. If you do not want to know, so Dr. Strange, put out a TV spot. We're going to talk about it. It is a confirmed official piece of licensing. We're not talking about rumors or induendos or spoilers. They put it out there. But if you do not want to know, now's your time to tune out. And we thank you very much. So after the ad break, we'll be right back with this strange news. And we are back. So Taylor Phil, could you go screen share? Can you pull up that tweet that I sent you today? So there was a TV spot that came out for Doctor Strange. And the reason we're talking about and the reason I shared it to Taylor is because I don't think, and again, this is your last warning. If you don't want to know anything about Strange or Cameos, tune out now. But I do think this is a cameo that one has been off it's been rumored for a long time like we've covered this quite a while ago. I think we even covered this before what if and there's a hint. But even on the tr- the poster for the movie, the last one that came with that trade around Super Bowl you had an image with this character symbol, so it was clearly okay. They're gonna do this. If they didn't, why are they doing all this stuff? I guess just red herring. But they confirmed today through this TV spot at least that at first Taylor thought it was fucking Falcon uh, that was in this, but uh, it's not. So here we go. So play this. And I do have some questions about why they put this spot in. I don't know. Oh, you got that slow one on again, don't you? No. Oh, no, I didn't. So, okay. So you, you might have to put it on to get it. So there you go. All right. Let's see. Can you pull off the pause? One more, one more. Oh, oh. Okay, one more.
1: That's good. That's good enough. So, Captain Norway.
0: Captain Norway is in the house. Uh, But so Captain Carter, we've seen the shield everywhere. We've heard this rumor. She, I would say it's confirmed. They smartly, which I think is great, hide her face. Like the way they shoot that, you can't see it at all. So it's great for the TV spot. Uh, one I'm a little like I'm happy we got to with the MCU draft in the future with the boys after the movie about point system So either way, I got a point in the doctor strange draft though Taylor. I did not get
1: her Kirkland got her so I Oh, Kirkland went with her in the Doctor Strange draft. He
0: got first picked and he got her. So, oh, hang on, let me read off what happened. So, yeah, he got first pick. He picked Captain Carter, Michael B. Jordan as Human Torch, Edward Norton's Hulk, Halle Berry's Storm, Evan Peters' Quicksilver, Toby as Spider-Man, Wesley Snipes' Blade, Tom Cruise Iron Man, The Watcher, and Lou Ferrigno's Hulk. I got second dibs, so I got Deadpool, Chris Evans' Human Torch. I went Terrence Howard as War Machine because I want them to pay off the next time. And baby and i think that would be great uh ian McKellen's magneto Ghost Rider for you uh, John Krasinski is Reed Richards Chris Evans Hydro Cap Ben Affleck is Daredevil Eric Bana's Hulk and I went with an animated version of Wolverine That's I did, like
1: a Eric cart- Bana's Hulk that is a deep <laughs> pull yeah
0: yeah, yeah. so he we all knew whoever got first dibs was gonna pick Captain Carter he got Captain Carter and I am interested because this scene we've seen this a few times of Wanda facing down these people this is a movie that I've taken my daughter to Venom I've taken her to Spider-Man No Way Home and Sung we're not taking her to this because it looks like a little more on the scary side. But I am exci- I am actually glad we're doing that because Captain Carter is, like, maybe her favorite character. I think there's a good chance she's about to get fucking obliterated right here by Wanda. So probably best that we see this first. But, uh, yeah, Taylor, what are your thoughts on um, Falcon slash Captain Norway slash Captain Carter? Why did you thought it was Falcon?
1: Because you the said jets. wings. I don't see any wings. It was the, the Jets, jets, jets yes. that, like, fooled me. I, as soon as, like... Cause yeah, you're like, oh, there's a certain character, or whatever. And like, I was watching on my phone. It's a tiny little thing. Well, it's an iPhone. You thought I'd send
0: you a warning about Falcon? I would have been like, hey, Falcon confirmed for <laughs> for Doctor Strange. Like, come on, he's not even Falcon anymore. Well, he's I, I, I saw
1: I saw these. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, it's the Falcon in the uh, Doctor Strange. That's kind of cool. And then like, boom, then the shield. Again, it's fucking blurry as shit. And like, I'm trying not to like, like that looks I'm trying like, to, like a Britain sign. Yeah, well, it was just happening so fast. Past and I just thought, oh, okay, it's definitely Falcon. Well, he's got the Captain America shield and stuff like that. But yeah, it's imagine definitely... that
0: first movie is Cap, want to fucks him up and kills him. Mm, yeah, like, pause right there. We'll t- I'll talk about him in a second. But man, everyone's like, yeah, fucking's gonna be Cap, and then whoosh, and he's gone. So uh, obviously, I met we've talked about this before, but um, I imagine one, you can answer this: Are you excited? But two, why do you think they show this in this TV spot? Because to me, not many people are gonna see this TV spot. And to me, if they're gonna show it in a TV spot. Why didn't they just put in the last trailer? Like, that's what is very confusing me. We're a week out, and they. I don't think this was needed, and it didn't kill me hype because we pretty much know she's there. But wh- if they were going to show this, why didn't they show it in a trailer?
1: Uh, again, I, I'm not a professional marketer like Disney is. Like, they're mm. next level. That's the next tier. So they obviously know what they're doing with this, and uh, I don't know what that mm. is. Uh, it, it, these are two. The Captain Carter thing is a very very revealing scene to just put into a TV spot of all things. And then yeah. this, this is uh, <laughs> we we all heard the voice, so maybe they thought that people would think, okay, well they know Patrick Stewart's and expect it. Maybe this this is probably much more for a fan, I guess. Maybe that's the play here with this TV spot with the Captain Carter and now with actual visual representation of Xavier here. Maybe that's just to really entice and get the blood boiling on uh, for all the fans and the Marvel marvel fans out there i guess you could say right because i imagine twitter and social media just blew up because people were just absolutely livid about seeing this i even saw on my main news feed pages were just being super bold and just like in the headline captain carter showing a new doctor strange tv spot and then with the fucking thumbnail is captain carter it's like what the fuck like spoilers at this yeah but at the same time i think the
0: reason i've not seen Too much pullback. I've seen people be like, hey, time to turn media preview off, mute some words if you don't want to see anything. Because the thing is like, they did have her shield in the poster, right? So I feel like they kind of tipped the hat Which there. poster
1: is this? I need to see this because I don't even know if like, I <laughs> so saw Deadpool. that. It's the
0: one with Super Bowl. When it, Just put in Doctor Strange poster of Captain Carter. And you'll see it, it zoomed in. It's one of the pieces of glasses where it's showing multiverse stuff. And her shield is in one of them. You weren't on this cast when we broke it down. But her shield was on the poster already.
1: looking at it i see like where the person circled it holy fuck someone really went in and like looked at that eh
0: jesus christ people still think you see deadpool there but yeah so like i said i don't know why they put it there i feel like if you're gonna do this just put in the trailer Espo says captain carter was trending high on twitter day so maybe that's it you just get one last week thinking like oh it's captain carter but I don't know i'm interested to see what version of captain car this is because is this the one from what if because i think we're all under the impression that Wanda's is going to fuck up all these people and i can't wait for the review next week because i'm very curious taylor how do you feel let's say the illuminati's and like they're in this movie they come for but let's say wanda for whatever reason <sighs> eh, maybe we'll, what i don't know whatever reason Well, no I, no I was just gonna say like let's say she kills all these Illuminati people, right? But the problem is, like, we don't know because well, Illuminati people are bad. They could be like, we have your kids and we're not giving them back. So I was going to ask, like, oh, if she kills these people, even though they're multiverse people, like, can she come back as a character? But we can't tell about this the next week because we don't know her motivations yet. She right? can come but, back
1: if she took over a whole town as hostage. I believe she can come back,
0: but she didn't kill any of them. This would so she, imagine she kills Xavier from a different universe, Captain Carter from a different We've universe. We've seen
1: that these different characters from different universes are not always good they have ulterior yeah. motives and I think again like yeah be, killing p- bad people doesn't make you necessarily a hero it, it, like the whole Batman but paradox I, but like
0: I meant in the sense what if these were good people trying to be like "Wanda, you gotta stop and she just took them out I don't know
1: if she could come back from that no I think If she's that's willingly more... killing heroes then that's <laughs> very different so
0: Yeah, what if they're heroes, but they're like, we can't let you have your kids, because if you had your kids, you like destroy the multiverse or something. That's a big gray area.
1: That is a big gray area. I mean, she had her kids for a whole, like, what, three (laughs) half-hour segments of a a, a sitcom, (laughs) and she's just super attached to them, so...
0: Uh, S. Bubs, you bastard. You're always on. I do like that you've been a bit more careful, related, but you're always on the precipice of spoiling somebody. It's like, I won't say anything with the rumored, I'll just say blank cameo has me more excited. Uh, feels very much like the Raimi trilogy of Spider movies. There was this TV spot day where it showed uh, Doctor Strange. He's at the wedding of Christine and he jumps off the balcony and he has his, like, wedding suit on the tuxedo and then like the cape catches him, felt very much like Ramy, and that's why the two things i'm most excited for sure the camera are great but i'm excited to see wanda and i'm excited to see a fucking sam raimi marvel movie again like the fact that he's directed man i can't wait uh, they need to give her a jetpack to at least give her something against Wanaka That she with only that shield, she's gonna get decimated. I don't think the jetpack's gonna do much else. So it might give her a bit more time, but uh, and then well, yeah, she could be th-
1: Thanos, right? Like remember when she was like holding Thanos in like stasis and he's like, rain fire, do it, like. But it, sir, yeah, <laughs> Captain Kara doesn't have that ability, so
0: they just rain fire in the Illuminati. <laughs> There's like missiles, <laughs> but yeah, go a little bit. Yeah, this is a big one, so uh that yellow chair which one day tear will get there that's the chair from the x-men animated series chris had this theory for uh, uh, probably about six months of marvel alliance that the xavier we're gonna see was from the marvel animated show i never fully agreed with him i think that the they're gonna have the look of him but they're never gonna be like and i'm from that cartoon series or he's not gonna be like i'm from that time because like I, I just don't see it happening. I don't see them specifically saying, this is that, Xavier. I think they're just going with that yellow chair, this suit. I think they're going with it. Okay. You know how we get that classic Thor costume, the classic Wanda costume? Yeah. The reason we get those is because we see them only for a little bit. I think because we're only going to see Xavier for like 15 minutes before something really bad happens to him. That's why they're like, oh, make him look comic booky as fuck, because then we're going to get rid of him. So that's why I think, you know, the classic look is from that cartoon where he has the yellow chair and this green suit. So that's why I think he's looking that That way.
1: is the track record for all these characters wearing their OG costumes. Even look at old Loki, right? He, got, yes. he dies. And then you have, uh, I guess, Wanda and Vision. Not necessarily they don't die, but it's only an episode sitcom, so they can spin it however they like, right? Yeah. So. And Thor
0: looks like it's in five seconds. He's just running in exactly. the force and it's gone. I'm yeah. <laughs> Xavier from the hit series X-Men. I would love it if he did that. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? But uh... So this is
1: definitely a, a different Xavier, not the same one from uh, Logan. Yeah, that's correct. That's, that's, which I, why, why are you laughing? I just, after the experiences that that guy went through and then he just manifests here, just, that would be fucked up. I'm back. And then, Wan, oh,
0: pissed off, is in from He's like, oh, oh, no. And, like, that's, yeah, well, it's so funny. You look at, he died in X Men 3, came back. He died in uh Logan, and then
1: he's going to die he's again. Back.
0: He's going to probably die again here. And, yeah, and that's what's interesting because it's, it's so funny. And this is where I'm getting into, like, more more like rumors and whatnot, but people have had this idea that one is either going to kill or fuck up the Illuminati for quite a while now because we've seen scenes of her like fighting people in it right so it's not going to go well I remember I don't know if you remember us covering this where it, maybe you were on the show I can't remember but I've said remember too many times it was we were talking about Hugh Jackman there's rumors that they had offered him mm-hmm. a role in this and the role was gonna be that he was gonna fight Wanda But then Wanda was gonna destroy him now one uh, Is that trying to insinuate that Wolverine is gonna be an Illuminati? I don't think that really matches but still you can put anyone on here, right? And it's like, okay They're just a classic character. I Do because at first I was like, ah Look at what they are doing with Toby and Andrew. I don't know if I believe they would just take this legendary character like Hugh Jackman and get him just like messed up by Wanda. But if this group of people, including Xavier, just gets messed up by Wanda... I believe that storyline like I believe that was the pitch and I'm very happy that Hugh Jackman did not do that because he is worth If Hugh Jackman were to come back He's worth what they did with like Toby and Andrew He deserves that type of highlight of like screen time presence not just a like Xavier, I know it sounds bad because Patrick Stewart's great and all, but I just feel like he's a more of a character you get away with that because he died so many times and he's come back so many times. It's like, oh, we're just doing it one more time. If Hugh Jackman ever comes back, that's like a big moment, right? It's like, oh no, he's back for a movie. So if he was actually in the Illuminati and it just fucked him up, I'm actually pretty glad he turned that down. I think he made the right call because that's not how I'd want to see Hugh Jackman back. So do you think there was any souls rumors now we've seen a few of these scenes and whatnot from the trailers?
1: Uh oh, I, I think there's probably some truth to it. I, I honestly think that when you're doing a movie like this with the multiverse at play, I think Disney put their, their little Oliver Twist hands out and we're just mm. asking for more from all these characters and, or actors, I guess. And yeah, i think uh, there's credibility there so depending obviously we're gonna see how many of them said yes uh and yeah. wanted those disney dollars and we'll figure out how many probably said no i'm sure after this movie comes out we'll get a lot of information of actors coming forward finally saying yeah disney approached me but i'm doing the Andrew garfield thing retiring from acting and all that stuff so
0: you <laughs> said taking a break now we're that's tired. the one yeah that's the one anything else on that character reveal uh negative negative well we did it that was a big one i did not uh foresee that happening cuz i thought we had some smaller topics today but we're going almost a full 2 hours here mm. uh which is good cuz i think there'll be a newscast next week, but next week we got, you guys got Halo, we got Moon Knight, and then we got Doctor Strange, so I think we will try to work one in, but it might just be, it'll probably just be one next week, so we'll we'll keep you updated, that's why you always follow us on Facebook or Twitter, because we will announce it. I think there'll at least be one newscast, but it's uh, it's busy next week, you know, lots of stuff going on, I'm excited, it's a week away, Doctor Strange, I think that's going to be a very fun review, no matter what cameos are in there, I think we're going to have a really good time, and hopefully it's a, bi- hopefully it's a good movie and hopefully just sets up a lot of shit and uh yeah i'm ready especially because you know with moon night i'm a little underwhelmed with the show so i'm ready for marvel to fucking wow
1: me again you know? yeah um, well we'll have to do some draft tallies because i think you got your year, yours and kirkland's draft and then we got the overall mcu character draft. i think we'll
0: do that the next week though because i feel like a long if, night yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why hey, we, we we can do it the next week or we'll do a draft update and that could be a news segment if we had uh, another one on there another because we still got to talk the avatar trailer that night too remember so
1: oh yeah that's at least an hour so
0: yeah that no i don't think it's an hour but and yeah, like S. Bob says, that's honestly one of the things I'm most excited about. Is I'm just excited to see a new Raimi movie, a Raimi Marvel movie, at like that. And absolutely, it's been since 2007. I'm ready for him to redeem himself after uh, Spider-Man 3, which is not the greatest outing. But uh, and Danny
1: Elfman too, right? I mean, yep. that score, oh, it's gonna be
0: good. Yeah, they're all back together. So thank you very much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. And I promise, when you hear from us next, it'll not be boring. Bye bye.